Hey, Fry, you want to hear a joke? I do. What's the difference between a production assistant and a dog? <laughs> I don't know. People get upset when you mistreat a dog. Aww. On this episode of Another Digital Citizen, we will talk about News of the Week, TV of the Week, Castle Rock Episode 10 Review, 11BX1371, Movies of the Week, Hell in the Cell Results, and another digital review of White Boy Rick. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to uh, another Digital Citizen episode 154. Uh, that means that we are two episodes away from our three-year anniversary. Uh, it feels like we have been podcasting for a while, Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. It does. Well, it's because we have been doing that. <laughs> it's been three years, so it <laughs> has been a while. <laughs> That is that is the definition of uh, a, a while. But we were a podcasting an, on a different podcast before this as well. And we pretty much just went, you know, I think there was a three-week gap where we didn't make any podcasts. But before that, yeah. how long were we doing yeah. Let's Talk then? At least a year, right? So, uh, No, less than that. A little uh, less than that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Much less than that. Because we had 50 episodes of that. <laughs> right, okay. Well, that's and if I it was every twice. week. Oh, right, you did them twice a week. That's true. So, yes. mm, so ha- like six exactly. months we were doing it. So, yeah, six, six months. Yeah, it still feels so, longer uh, than it actually is. I think that's probably why it's because yeah. we were podcasting before we started counting to this three-year mark. But we're almost right. there now. Almost, almost there. Have you had an okay week? Oh yeah, pretty good. Uh, harvested a lot of like vegetables and things out of the garden uh i think i'm gonna pickle some stuff after i get we get done here with the podcast make some Mm. pickled veggies and things yeah Mm. i i have a pickle with you (laughs) isn't that the fight isn't that like i I, I, get in a pickle yeah or it's like a, a altercation i guess yeah something like that yeah yeah uh, or it could be a problem, I, I think. People use it like that, like, uh, I'm yeah. stuck in a pickle. There's also that, you know? Do you go, uh, like, uh, gherk? Like, gherkin? Gherkins. Flavor. Right, yeah. well, gherkins here are, like, really small pickles. And then there's yes. bigger pickles where, you know, other places it's just gherkins is everything, right? So. Right. But what do you call a pickled pickle, then? <laughs> 
what, a double pickled pickle? I think that's what you call it. <laughs> no, but, like, if you put a pickle, like, the, the fruit, the vegetable in a pickle, the sauce, what do you call that, then? Well, uh, there is no pickle fruit. Or, it, it's a vegetable, but pickles vegetable, come from... I mean, sorry. Uh, cucumbers, right? No, cu- right. not cucumbers. Uh, yeah, that's right. Isn't it? Yeah, I think cucumbers. That's right. Yeah, it's small cucumbers. But uh, if you ha- you have a pickle in pickle juice, that's the thing. Like, what do you call that then? Do you call that pickle pickled? <laughs> I think it's a double. You, you double pickle your pickles. I think that's what it is. I don't think you can double pickle pickles. I don't think that's even a thing. It's not like twice baked potatoes. You can't, you can't <laughs> double pickle it. I think you could pickle it twice the amount of time. Oh gosh! <laughs> Oof! It sounds like I'm high on vaping too much marijuana today because I'm laughing so much. <laughs> I'll see what I did there because I, yeah. I went direct, directly into our first story. Luke. Right into the news. Oh, sorry, right is that that's uh, copyrighted? I think. Uh, yes, it's uh, oh that fucking douchebag. A new health concern about the rising popularity oh. of. Oh, what is it? He called again. I just made some noise. Uh, yeah, I don't remember his name. Drama alert guy. Keemstar. There you go. Keemstar. I've seen like one episode of that. It's because it like popped up on my thing, and I was like, "Who is watching this?" It's like the worst, <laughs> uh, trash TMZ, like fake TMZ. You know what I mean? Right. And it's only about YouTube stuff. And it's uh, only about the worst YouTube people, not any of the good YouTube. It's never about like somebody you actually watch. It's about like. Some Logan Paul was uh, cheating on his girlfriend. I was thinking of it one of the phase people who was like, "There's all these people that are like phase this and phase that," and I don't watch any of those people, but they're always on that show. Right. <laughs> here's our interview, and and here, here's the thing: he was in um, London, of course, for the big uh, fight as well. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, he was at that Fuzzy that Fuzzy event as well. Remember that? Uh, at least this week in the news, I think uh, people did things, and then other people wrote that those things down. This week in the news. Oh wait, <laughs> that is news, isn't it? <laughs> that is the definition of news. <laughs> yeah, but I actually like drama alert, but I'm a drama queen, so sure. You also like TMZ, and I'm not a fan of that, so yeah. I don't like him though he's a douchebag he seems like it at least I mean I've never met the guy but yeah so what's uh, the marijuana thing I was talking about more it's just uh, researchers saying more teens vaping marijuana than we thought than we Mm. thought okay Uh, a school based survey reports 1 in 11 middle school and high school students have smoked marijuana using an electronic cigarette uh, researchers analyzed the 2016 Youth Tobacco Survey resulting re- results of more than 20,000 students and found that 8.9% of those surveyed said they had smoked cannabis using an e-cigarette. 
Male right. students were more likely to report cannabis use. Uh, among those who reported vaping, nearly one in three high school students and about one in four middle school students reported using cannabis in a device. So he's talking about like a vape pen or something like that. Right. These findings are higher than previously reported on such cannabis use, authors note. Right. Uh, but it, it's it's go ahead. It, it is it is interesting that um, because vaping has been a, a big thing in Norway for a long time as well, especially smoking rules here in Norway being so strict. Uh, you can't smoke uh, anywhere in Norway. Almost like it's 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 not on the level of New York where you can't like even smoke in the park and things like that. But the level of protection for people that are not smoking is pretty high. I mean, it's, it's dependent on where you are here in America, <laughs> but here in Oregon, it's pretty high. I mean, you can't uh, smoke within, I think, a hundred yards of a, a business establishment. Like, so you can't even just like go outside and smoke. You can't, you have to be way far right. away from the door the do- I think it's the doorway. So if people wanted to walk through the doorway, they don't have to walk through the smoke. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, right. And I think some public parks as well. It, it's also dependent on city things. So it's like that here. As far as this goes, uh, the rise in kids using vape pens or, or vape vaporizers to smoke marijuana, I'm guessing if I was to do my own research on the... Uh, increase in people generally using e-cigarette type products would be in correlation with this and so it would explain why more kids are using vape pens to smoke marijuana right i think they're trying to when you read this it kind of makes it seem like oh tons more kids are smoking marijuana they kind of try to like skew it like that but in actuality it's just the same kids but they're using e-pens you know what i mean right it is and, and 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 that's the thing that the people don't see is that uh, that's exactly uh, why I wanted to talk about this because I I, I think it's 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 uh, it's really really trendy for some fucking reason to wave. It is really really trendy to wave now. Like uh, I think it's more uh, convenient in, in... and and there's a <laughs> stigma against cigarettes. You know, but there right. isn't that same stigma against vaping, except for that you look like a douchebag. And that it's at least as uh, harmful for you yourself. It's just other people around you that you're kind of... Well, that and it doesn't care. stink. Like, that's a huge thing. Is right. Cigarettes smell like right. shit. It makes you smell like crap. It makes your car right. or wherever you are smoking it smell like crap. Or vaping, it right. smells like... Wonderland Nothing. berry burst unicorn farts or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say that ten, ten times fast. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said. I just made that up. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, but uh, that, that's that's the thing. But I I, I too think it's in coloration of uh, cigarettes going away. Uh, of course, people will wait, and it's also about uh, convenience. <clears throat> I think it's more convenient. It doesn't because it's it's uh, uh, it's less uh, probable that you will be 
uh, stopped by police because she's smelling of marijuana as well. Oh, so right, I'm, okay. I mean, it's more convenient in that way as well. Right. You, people will just you, assume it's tobacco. Like, if you're just standing out in the middle, like, on the sidewalk smoking a vape, people are going to assume it's tobacco and not assume that it... Of course! Because they're going to go, why would somebody just be smoking marijuana right out in the open? Nobody's dumb enough to do that, but how are they, they, who's going to tell the difference? Uh, yeah. How, how... Then you need to go in, like, like look at their vape and, like... Test the oil. The yeah. <laughs> That's I think that's as far as you'd have to go. You'd have to physically test the oil inside the vape, yeah. Right. right. Uh, as far as... Uh, you sent me this uh, article uh, in Daily Mail, and it was incredibly wrong. So we ended yeah. up using a different article, but that article was like trying to say there were 4,000 or 4 million kids vaping. Yes. But then uh -huh. you read in the article, and it said 2.6. So in the headline, it said 4. In the article, it said 2.6. I, I don't know how they rounded up to 4 crazy Daily Mail people. But after you sent me and, that, uh, and, uh, yeah, and and this uh, they say it's two point one million, and this is from USA Today. Right. It says here. Oh, this was after the, that article and this article. Uh, uh, that was after the article you sent me came out. The Food and Drug Administration declared youth vaping an epidemic last week. Uh, that came out. The agency says it will stop the sales of flavored. E Electronic cigarettes in major manufacturers uh, mm -hmm. can't prove. Major manufacturers can't prove they're s trying to stop children and teens from using them. Uh, it says here, teenagers are becoming regular users, and the proportion of regular users is increasing. We're going to have to take action. It says action. Mm -hmm. Do you know what? I have a suggestion. Uh, when I become uh, uh, leader of your country because I'm a spot and I take over your country by all means and I have the atom bombs I will make every kid that have any sexual urges wear it till they become legal a uh, chastity uh, belt it is on the same fucking level as this like you don't think people will get a hold of this if they really want to get a hold of this, are you fucking insane lawmakers? Like, what are you trying to do? Do you know what's behind no, this, bro? Big, yes, tobacco behind Big tobacco money. Big tobacco money is trying to get... They, they know that these e-cigarettes and marijuana are totally going to destroy their of business. Course. Yeah. I just saw an article today, Fro, uh, before we started doing the show. I just was reading up on it a little bit, but... Uh, pot sales. Uh, I guess marijuana has stock is in the stock market, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I guess they're right. higher than Chipotle stocks now. They've recently gotten higher right. than Chipotle, which is like pretty gigantic. Uh, it's like the fastest growing market in America right now. Uh, there's lots of money in it. So, speaking of lots of money and, and in here's it. The Yes, I just wanted to say one more thing. I think that would be a really, really like smart move of, of uh, for example, uh, the owners of Prince or Marlboro or whatever, is like throw themselves into the marijuana market. I mean, why not? Like make make marijuana cigarettes. I, why, I, why? The truth is they already are. 
uh, they just don't brand them as Marlboro or this or that. You know, they they have really? mm, oh yeah, the, those companies wow. were already ahead of the game at least in Oregon, uh, setting up giant indoor grow factories uh, to try Ooh. to get ahead of uh, already established. I guess at the time would have been illegal growers, you know. So, right. well, I guess no. At the time, they would have been grow, uh, people who were growing for medical marijuana. So, right. Uh, but yeah, they were it's, they were ready to get in on the market as soon as uh, uh, the thing about those kind of they have the in with the politicians. So they they have the politicians coming to the big tobacco uh, lobbyists or whoever and going, all right, we're gonna pass this you know, next year, get everything ready to roll out your marijuana operations. But they, you know, it, those companies do have those operations. They just don't call it camel marijuana. Right. So. Right. Okay. Talking about marijuana and cannabis, uh, Coke is uh, keeping an eye on the cannabis-infused drink market. Coca-Cola is closely watching the fast-growing marijuana drinks for a possible entry that would... Uh, expand the world's uh, large soft drink makers ambitions further away from sugary soda coca-cola announced its interest in the statement on monday responding to a report from bbn bloomberg that said that they were in talks with canada's aurora cannabis inc to develop drinks infused with cannabinoid uh, and non-psychoactive uh, chemical found in marijuana. Coke would uh, join the rush uh, by uh, al uh, major alcohol makers and cigarette companies to test the cannabis market and find partners ahead of the October 17th launch of the legal recreational marijuana in Canada. Recreational. Uh, right. Yes. And that's what I was just talking about, Fro. See, they're try <laughs> these cigarette companies and alcohol makers, they know it's going to get legal, so they're trying to get into the market before it actually gets legal. So, And they have so much money that they could just build these giant warehouses that uh, smaller growers that are already established are never going to be able to compete with. But continue. But here, here here's my question, though. And if Coca-Cola do this, do this in 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 Canada, how long time does it take before Coca-Cola is banned in Norway? <laughs> what? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> because marijuana is banned in Norway. Yeah, but they're not like, gonna. They're still gonna have regular Coca-Cola, bro. So <laughs> I, I, under, I understand that, but, but, I know Norway, and I know Norway is a is a stickler to rules, and they don't want anything associated even with with marijuana in in markets. Like hemp is fucking illegal in Norway still. I think sure. I think I'm oh. guessing Coca-Cola has the pull to get around th those problems because they're oh. giant worldwide corporation. Uh, it says here Coke yeah. and Aurora. The uh, the Aurora is the cannabis grower that they are hooking up with. In separate separate statements, each said they were interested in the cab cannabinoid infused beverage, but would not comment on any specifics. Aurora stocks. Uh, rose 17% while Coke's edged up slightly this week. Uh-huh. 
But here's something interesting. Uh, Beer Makers, Constellation, Malsona, Kors, and Heineken are playing in the market with cannabis uh, products. For example, Heineken's craft beer, uh, Linginitas, recently launched High Hop, High Fi Hops, a beer flavored sparkling water with THC and CBD. How is that? That is so cool. It says here the THC beer. beverage probably sits better with beer makers and maybe CBD fit, fits better with Coke in terms of playing wow. off the health trends. Uh, meaning, Because CBD isn't psychoactive, so it doesn't get you high where right. THC does. So the beer makers right. are more interested in, in making that kind of beverage. And right. then the soft drink uh, makers are more interested in the CBD, which... Is can be used for different things like uh, inflammation and joint pain and all different things. Right, right. Uh, but uh, it's it's interesting. Um, Pepsi did not immediately respond to a request for comment on the cannabis market, so I guess they are keeping a low profile. But uh, if they see. Coke is going to have success with it. I will guess it takes them around five minutes to do the same. Right, exactly. <laughs> and, well, this is in Canada, so I mean, it, like I said, it's still not legal here in, in America federally. Uh, right. So that is going to be a while for America, but Canada, it's going to be legal federally next year. So is it Session that is the uh, health thing? He's the guy that kind of makes those decisions. Yeah, he could just go, right. but I- he's even said that he's against it. So yeah, and didn't he? I uh, was just going to say that uh, didn't he said that it was the worst thing that ever have been discovered or something? He's one of those crazy people that thinks it's equivalent to heroin. So right, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, if you live in the EU, <coughs> it's uh, now illegal to make memes. To a degree, yeah. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> I loved, I loved all the in- internet coming back with it, making memes about this, mm, making it, memes it, about the people involved in it. it. Yeah, yes, it was so funny because one of the lawmakers he looked so happy when it gotten through. <laughs> he sits there with his hands like raised and smiling. When this article passed, but uh, what is it? Is it a mean killing law? Uh, article thirteen: The uh, European Parliament has voted to pass the new EU copyright directive. Uh, over the last few months, the critical vote has been portrayed as the decisive battle over the future of the internet as we know it. Whether you believe that or not, the vote revealed what side of the debate you stood on. We have been here before. The directive was rejected in a vote in July. Uh, the opposition campaign orchestrated by a prominent by prominent technologists and internet grandes included the inventor of the World Wide Web, Sir Tim Berner-Lee. Is anybody the inventor of the World Wide Web? And do we still call it the World Wide Web? I don't. <laughs> and Wikipedia founder Jimmy Wales. Far from being killed, though, the legislation was simply reassessed. 
uh, article, uh, and then there's also Article 11, uh, which would require internet companies to pay news outlets for hosting their content on their platforms. Mm-hmm. While this is welcomed by some news corporations, other suggestions would force social media companies such as Facebook, Google, and Twitter to pay news news organizations in order to feature in order to feature as little as two words or a hyperlink from their news stories. Uh, Article 11 states that publishing insubstantial parts of a press publication should be subjected to the norm but fails to clear the definition of what insubstantial boils down to. Uh, Does it mean a hyperlink or a sentence, a word? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Article 13 is even more controversial, earning itself a reputation as the meme killer. It would require web giants to automatically filter copyrighted materials such as songs, images, or videos uh, uploaded to their platforms, unless it has been specifically licensed uh, by the person posting it, obviously. Uh, Despite the divisiveness, the piece of legislation passed 438 votes to 226, with 39 uh, abstentions in the European Parliament. And people are still pro the EU with this stuff going on. Are they fucking blind, people? Yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> Wait, what, 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 what the, uh, does the EU need to do before you go against it? Like, it, it, it's so fucking bureaucratical. This is just another proof of a moronic fucking thing. They are not even like they're, they're not really giving any specific. Like that's the fucking problem with it. It's so ludicrous. And this is just more of an attack on, uh, especially Article Eleven is more of an attack on independent press than ever. As far as right. uh, them forcing companies to pay these news organizations, um, it's a. In my mind, it, it's a way, since these gi- giant news corporations are losing money to these independent news sources on online, uh, this is a way for those giant corporations to get their money back from the internet without having to actually uh, do anything different. Does that make sense? They, right. They're going to get that money back from the internet using Article 11. So this is all just a big money grab as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's terrible. It's a terrible thing. It's a terrible idea. It's terrible, 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 terrible. Right, and they're, and, and they're forcing these platforms way. to do it. They're, this goes back right. to kind of the thing we've been talking about for weeks is uh, these private companies and what they have a right to censor and what they don't have the right to censor. But this is saying that the government's coming in and telling these corporations what they need to censor. This is exactly right. what my argument was against the whole Alex Jones thing, and they're doing it it's written in, you know, black and white, right here. Right. This, this I'm against. This is, uh, this is, like, I am not even going to try to fucking protect this. This is just so fucking stupid. And, like, people, people were up in arms when we said before, uh, the British election of, uh, Brexit, vote for Brexit. Like, people were up in arms that we were like, oh, how could you? You don't even live in England. How can you? Uh, Norway isn't even part of the EU. Like, 
do people know Norway actually have a treaty with the EU that we actually have to follow EU rules? Because we actually pay to the EU between the US deals we have in Norway? Do people actually know that? No, most people don't. <laughs> Especially oh, here yeah. in America. That The funniest thing was when it became a huge thing in America, and people were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that they're leaving the EU. This is the most racist thing ever. And I'm like, you're an American, and you have no fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> you didn't even know that the EU existed until two weeks ago, probably, until CNN right. told you. <laughs> uh, no. But uh, this is... Like, I... I, I... That that's one of the things I was thinking about when I was reading this. I kind of hope they continue doing this, so people will wake up and see that the EU's big pile of shit. Like, they, well, that they, the EU doesn't have their best interests at heart. It's really what it is. No, yeah, no, they don't. They don't have it at all. Like, like they're a control organization that control everything. It Everybody. seems, at least in this case, the people they mainly have the back of is these uh, multi-billion-dollar media companies that are spreading yeah, propaganda. Those are the people they have the back oh. of here. Oh, poor, poor, poor F- Bloomberg. Oh. Right. Yeah, poor BBC and uh, <laughs> CNN and MSNBC and Fox. Oh. I feel so sorry for that. More, more, more than I feel sorry for the script. So, scruples. Huh? See what I did there? What is the scruples? Script, Those wish were the I people that were say. poisoned, Fro. So, I don't know if that was a great yeah. transition, but uh, according to The Guardian, the two people who were poisoned by the Novacek uh, poison in, in the U- in, or in England. Uh, it says the scripples were victims of Russia, but not necessarily of Putin. Uh, the Salisbury mm-hmm. poisoning suspects were interviewed. Uh, interviewed may look funny, but the, it points a finger at interagency power struggles. Uh, the Salisbury poisoning case uh, is getting stranger by the minute. It says uh, two men who Crown Prosecution Services fingered as the prime suspects in the attempted assassination of Sergei Scruples and his daughter in March of this year have finally gone public. Uh, one of them, Alex Petrov, uh, in a comment to Russian national television promised to do an interview sometime last week. Uh, in any case, the two of them have a lot of explaining to do. Uh, it says here, and now they have done the interview, uh, with Russian state funded, uh, RT, uh, it says it's so full of glaring inconsistency and so hilariously badly staged that even their uh, interlocutor, uh, what is that, interlocutor, can barely contain chuckles. The two suspects claim they popped over the, uh, to Salisbury to visit the famous one, two, three, or 123-foot-meter uh, spire of a cathedral. Uh mm-hmm. Muttering and mispronouncing local names, the duo insists the whole situation is just one big misunderstanding, and they were two just two honest mid-level businessmen on a leisure trip. <laughs> I've seen this uh, interview. Uh, I don't believe them. <laughs> it looks so staged, like 
like it's like it's it's like uh, like like uh, if you saw me spill milk in 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 your uh, trailer and you go like Ruda, did you do that? And then and I go no, it was totally not me. <laughs> <laughs> it's that kind of like it's not that kind of like no, 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 no. If it was someone, it was definitely not us. I promise. <laughs> oh. But yeah, they looked so fucking guilty. Right, I saw clips of it, but I didn't see the whole thing. Uh, but right. they, was, the weirdest part is how they're dressed. I'm kind of like, are they matching? <laughs> yes. Do they wake up in the morning like, hey, let's dress matching for the interview? It's very weird. <laughs> They do also look very <laughs> Russian. They're like the most Russian two yes. Russian people I've ever seen. Yes. If if you look look up a Russian stereotype on the internet, there should be a picture of <laughs> Like, oh, this is how Russians look like. Oh, I see why. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no. Extremely, extremely guilty. Uh, right. But, um... Uh, but as far okay. as this goes, uh, according to this uh, article, it's they're starting to look like these two guys did it, but that they right. didn't have anything to do with the Russian government. That they might right. be involved in uh, some kind of Russian mafia or something like that is right. what I'm seeing. Right. But, I mean, there's no real definite proof of any of this, and it's kind of all over the place. There's no definite proof of anything right now except for Allegedly. that these two, yeah uh, that these two people poison these two other people that's all we have to go Allegedly. on right now yes but yeah no but uh, it it, uh, it 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 is uh, it's kind of interesting because they look so fucking guilty uh, but uh, talking about russia uh, there's this russian man uh, um they are um, so suspected of being behind the illness of the U.S. staff in Cuba and China. Uh, you, U.S. suspect electronic weapons caused uh, mystery ailments. American analyst questions by neurologists and psychiatrists. Psych- psych- psychic? Physicists. Yeah, psych- Neurologists and physicists, yeah. right? Uh, says here. The and m- we talked about this last multiple week times. As well. Yeah, we talked about yeah. it last week, and then we talked about it when we did CIA heart attack gun. Uh, right. And then this came out this week, so I was like, "Holy crap! This is this story is moving right along." Uh, yeah. Russia is the main suspect in U.S. agencies' investigation on the mysterious interests of the American personnel in Cuba and China. Evidence from communication intercepts has pointed to Moscow involvement during the investigation uh, involving the FBI, CIA, and other agencies. Three unidentified U.S. officials and two other people briefed on the investigation told this to ABC. The evidence, however, is not conclusive enough for the United States to assign blame to Moscow, according to the NBC yeah. report. FBI and CIA officials did not immediately return requests for comment. A U.S. official said in July that they were still investigating the health problems at the U.S. Embassy in Cuba and did not know what was behind the mysterious illnesses which began in 2016 and have affected up to 26 Americans. 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, they're blaming it on Russia. Surprise, surprise. Again? Yeah. It's it's like uh, it's always Russia, like someone used to say on this podcast. Right? Doesn't isn't Russia and China working together? Yes, of course they are. And this article is accusing Russia of the main suspect behind the illnesses in China as well. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Just overlook it. Just don't mention that part. <laughs> don't look too too hard into it. <laughs> yeah, no. I think I think that uh, they are like all uh, people that. Uh, work together in a collusion. Uh, they work together to a point, but when it's time to get someone over, it's getting someone over, you know. So they're working together to it's not in their interests of working together anymore. Sure, I guess it's a little confusing, but uh, yes, a little, a little bit. <laughs> I have no clue what you mean. It's so logical. <laughs> uh, so, let's go to Long Island, uh, where a woman was charged for fabricating a story about Trump-related hate crime. Um, should we watch the video? Or uh, No, it's not even worth it. I mean, it's not that big of a story. <laughs> Right? So. Okay. Uh, it says here, she was charged with fabricating a story about Trump-related hate crimes. A uh, suspect told police uh, she was driving home when a group of four teenagers approached her and yelled Trump 2016 and stated that she didn't belong here. Uh, police have said none of this is true. Hmm. Uh, this let reminds me, see. me of something. I have another article about this, but go ahead. What you what you were gonna say? No, this reminds me of Big Brother. <laughs> That's what I was thinking as well. Kind of yeah, does remind yeah. you of that whole thing, doesn't it? Yeah. It was like, hmm, is the Me Too movement over now? <laughs> no, it's apparently not because it's been big this week. Uh, Julie Chen, I guess, is oh yeah leaving the View. Uh, because yes. of her husband, I think she's still going to be on yeah. Big Brother. As far as like, I did not see anything about Big Brother uh, this week, but we'll talk about the other Big Brother and its whole thing later in the show. Because um, <laughs> there's big news there. Yes. Aw, Lucas is a little sad. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, it is what it is. Okay, I found this other article. Uh. This woman uh, further claims she parked her car in front of her house. She woke up. She found her tires were slashed and a note on her car that stated, Go home, according to the police. An, invest, uh, an investigation was launched into the alleged in incident, revealing uh, she had fabricated the story with no altercation taking place. The police said Lewis later admitted she wrote the note and placed it on her own car. She was taken into custody and faces charges of making false, uh, punishable statements, uh, written statements. Uh, so, she, you know, lying to the police, uh, you know, and also wasting the police's time a lot because they had to go investigate yeah. this thing that's not even true. 
Um, this doesn't help. Uh, if you're somebody out there that's thinking about doing this and you're like, I, I hate Trump so much. What can I do to get get at Trump? Not and I'm, I'm not that powerful. This does not help. This just weakens everybody else's case. <laughs> it's terrible. Don't do it. Keep away. Don't. But that's the problem. Like, 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 uh, this could you be used as uh, uh, for Trump? Uh, like, Trump says, says, like, see, they are con- they are fake news. Oh. <laughs> It is, it is fake. I never did anything. See, see? Sure, right. Or <clears throat> The way I see it, uh, it can be used to kind of point out that uh, people are trying to get at Trump uh, at, any, yeah. at, at any cost, even lying. Right, um, right. And, and that doesn't help the case against, or for people against Trump. Uh, it makes people that are like that look bad. But the other thing that I I kind of feel like maybe involved in this story that's not we're not really haven't talked about yet is um, maybe this lady was kind of looking for fame, fro, and she knew mm. that th- doing something like this would get her in the news. And if people believed it was true, she could get you know on TV and maybe get interviewed. You know, maybe that's what she was looking for is some kind of like small amount of fame. Mm. Or maybe it's a combination of things. I don't know. Talking about people that are looking for fame, fucking Stormy Daniels. There we go. Talking about, yeah. Talking about Trump's trunk. Trump's trunk, trunk this week. Also, uh, she's writing a book. And uh, it got leaked uh, in The Guardian, right? Yeah. And it was leaked. Uh, Trump. Uh, didn't want to be pres- president. No shit! What? He didn't want to be president? What? <laughs> In a tell-all memoir, the pornographic actor Stormy Daniels details salacious details of her time with Donald Trump, wonders if he fit in to be president, and claims he offered sheets uh, for her in reality TV show. A copy of the book Full Disclosure was obtained by The Guardian. In it, Daniels described her, her mounting disbelief as Trump began to win primary contests in 2016 for the Republican presidential nomination. Former castmate who she has not heard from in years, but uh, who had heard her story about sleeping in Trump with Trump in 2006, would call her up uh, to marvel at the news. It will never happen. I would say Daniel writes he doesn't even want to be present. I think we all kind of assume that, right? Uh, <laughs> it is so fucking like... That's like, not even the big thing from this story. That's no. not even the biggest thing no. out of the story. Uh Oh. The main, the you know, CNN or MSNBC or even most of the online news outlets that I've been watching, they want to make uh, her talking about his penis looking like a, a toadstool from Mario Kart as the big thing coming out of this story. <laughs> but that's not even the big thing coming out of the story. No. I think the biggest thing coming out of the story that everybody seems to conveniently not mention, <laughs> uh, uh, Daniel's alleged alleged 
relationship with Trump included a moment in 2007 in a hotel room uh, watching Shark Week on broadcast cable television when he received a phone call from Hillary Clinton, who was then running against Barack Obama for the presidential nomination. Uh... Daniel says, then to make it crazier, Hillary Clinton called. Uh, he had a whole conversation about about the race, meaning the presidential race, and repeatedly mentioned our plan, like mm-hmm. Hillary and Trump's what? plan. Even while he was on the phone with Hillary, his attention kept going back to the sharks. Well, yeah, you were watching TV. Uh, that's the what? Wait, what? Hillary Clinton what called, and he had a whole conversation about the race and repeatedly mentioned our plan. Hmm. 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 <laughs> what could their plan be, Fro? Here's the here's a fun uh, conspiracy theory, I guess. What if this is the culmination of their plan, Fro? Is yep. Trump as president? <laughs> yep. Maybe what this is a more long-term plan than just the 2007 presidential race, but Maybe then again, maybe it's just as simple as Donald Hillary Clinton was working with Donald Trump to try to get elected in 2007. Uh, that's kind of strange considering now how much Hillary Clinton says she hates, and I'm putting that in air quotes, Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And then I remember the picture of uh, Donald Trump and his wife with Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton at uh, Donald Trump's wedding, I believe, if you've ever seen those yeah. pictures. yes. It's very uh, clear that Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump have had a personal relationship in the pla- past, and then you read this, and they talk about having a plan in, that is related mm-hmm. to the presidential race somehow. Just very strange stuff. Hmm. Maybe the collusion was in Russia. Maybe it was Hillary. Hillary and Trump and everybody else in there, um, yeah. Maybe it was all just the... Maybe it's all pro wrestling, bro. Maybe that... <laughs> Maybe the bad guys aren't really bad guys. They're just pro wrestlers. Oh, oh, especially after this week with wrestling. I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, but yeah, now, uh, are you going to read her book? Do you care? Hell no. No. I don't trust... I trust her more than I trust her lawyer. Her lawyer is a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. I see that guy in the news, and I'm like, dang, this guy is straight-up ambulance chaser from Las Vegas-style lawyer. He's terrible. He's, he's, he's awful. <laughs> he's really, really awful. Hey, what do you get if you have fire and tornado together? Uh, f- uh, fire nado. Fire nado. Fire nado? Mm-hmm. Yes. And we were going to look uh, into some news footage. Uh, about a tornado that destroyed the firefighter's uh, ha- ha- house. Hose. 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 Right. Firefight hose. like a fire hose. Right. Uh, I guess this was footage from, I believe, July. Uh, so this is kind of old footage, but it was from British Columbia. So up in Canada. Um, and it's just kind of went big yesterday uh oh it says august 19th so not as far back as i thought but it says uh it formed in chihuahua wildlife refuge uh and it shows crews holding onto the hose at one point before the fiery twister snatches it so let's go ahead and watch this yep are you ready yep in three two one go okay 
It looks like he's like having uh, a really like. It's like tug of war with the things, with those creatures from that movie, The Mist. Yes. <laughs> and now the hose is like a hundred feet in the air, and now we're seeing the fire tornado. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. Jesus. I would not be running towards the fire tornado. It's probably not the best plan, guys. And this guy's throwing a rock at it. Like that's gonna. Rock at it. What is that going to do? I don't know. At the beginning, they're wow. pulling on the hose, trying to get the hose back. I would be like, "Fuck this hose! I'm out of here." Yeah. I don't. Know, I would not be that invested in saving a hose when there's. Uh, it says uh, the fire hose was pulled over a hundred feet in the air. Um, the fire NATO was more than two hundred feet high. Uh, British Columbia has been experiencing one of the worst fire seasons on record. So. Mm. Hey, we have free healthcare in Norway. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, and Trump is going to tell the truth. Vote for healthcare. This is Trump. Trump tells the truth. This is going to be a little different segment today because I'm ill. Yes. I was dizzy today, so I've been dizzy for many days. I can't see straight and I have problems. That is all because of a fall I had over 10 years ago. My head isn't right, but you already know that if you listen to the segment. But I should try to be a little bit serious, because this have to do that I have to go to the doctor. I have to do some scanning of my head. Maybe I have to take some sick leave for, for maybe a week or maybe more. The best thing... I have insurance. Yes, I have insurance because I voted for parties who want to insure me that I don't have to go bankrupt because of my health. Something in society should be basic. I think health should be one. I think education should be another. Because those two things is, is one is going to bring you up. So why people vote against their own interests? I heard a lot of conservatives say that I don't want the state in my health care. I want to be between me and my doctor. Okay, but it's not between you and your doctor. It's between you and your insurance company. Do your insurance company want to pay? Well, if they're not, you're fucked. And if you're ill, who's, who's going to take that battle for you? Yourself? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. I cannot see how a society who have public health care is a communist society. Norway have a public health care and voters voted for that. Even the people on the right think this is a good idea that everyone should have health care and not get bankrupt. Why should not poor people uh, have a right to health care even if they can't pay for themselves and they don't pay a lot of taxes? I think there's some basic things in society who should be allowed to exist without people screaming communism all the time. No, this is not Venezuela. This is Norway. We have freedom of the press and we also have free elections. You can be think that the government is not good and not right on every issue, but the only thing we are, we have health care. America is going to vote for a new Congress and Senate now very soon, and you should go out and vote. And the main course you should vote for is health care. Because society with good health is also designed to produce more and get better for everybody. I hope that you don't do the mistakes that you've done in the past. I don't. I hope that you see what Trump is doing with your healthcare system, 
and say, we want to change. Bernie Sanders is getting old now, so he cannot bear take that burden all by himself and fight for you. You have to fight for yourself. On the next election, you should vote for health care. Health care. Health care. This was Tron. Tron tells the truth. Have a nice day. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Vote for health care. Vote for health care. Easier said than done here in America, but sure. <laughs> what? <laughs> You'd have to have something to vote so... on here, but they're never going to oh, let that happen, I don't think. that's At least not in, for a while. I mean, it's uh, it's Venezuela is the only place where socialism is, so... We'll have to wait till that's... 2025 for Trump to get out of office. Oh, wait. <laughs> Uh, an email address we have it's another digital citizen at gmail.com it's another digital citizen in one word at gmail.com have you gotten any emails? I don't know actually let me look Uh, while you look I can also tell you that uh, we have a Facebook page on that Facebook page, there's a lot of people, not me, but a lot of other people are there. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, no emails this week. Yeah. Yep, uh, actually, I'll go to Facebook. There was, uh, Jeremy wrote some stuff on our post last week from the show last week. Okay. Something that I thought was interesting that we could talk about. Let me find mm-hmm. it real okay. quick. Okay, here's our last week's thing. Uh, Jeremy says, uh, as, uh, uh, about Sweden, Fro, uh, if 70% of the population are complete fucking morons without valid educated opinions, then yes, they can be ignored. Uh, they should be banished, but we don't have, uh, but we don't do that anymore, is what he says. Banish them to where? <laughs> the ocean? <laughs> we all live on a big ball, so that's not really... can't just banish somebody to... Australia. <laughs> yeah, that worked out so well the first time. Uh, and the other thing he said, uh, the op-ed is proving Alex Jones right, he put in quotes, uh, because it's written by someone on Alex Jones's team. An interesting theory mm-hmm. that I've been hearing a lot this week, that... Uh, that whole op-ed from the New York Times was written by somebody yes. working with Donald Trump to to make it seem like there was somebody against Donald Trump. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Have you watched a lot of TV this week? A lot of TV, yes. <laughs> a lot of TV. For example, what? Uh, where should we start here? I guess the biggest news of the week is Big Brother UK and Celebrity Big Brother UK. Uh, I will... That was the final season of Celebrity Big Brother UK, and this current season that just started this week is going to be the final season of uh, or it, Big Brother UK, and then the last season was just of Celebrity Big Brother UK, right? So they got canceled, but when Emma announced they got canceled, she made a specific point of saying, this is the last mm-hmm. season on Channel 5. five she made a point yeah. of saying that. But uh, they own the rights, so who Channel will Five does, be? right? Yes, uh, and uh, me and Luke, we have been speculating a little back and forward. Uh, you said maybe that uh, you thought maybe um, 
interesting thing that you said uh, uh, that you thought maybe um, uh, Amazon Prime would be interested in something like that, or a Netflix, some kind of online. I, Amazon, right. I'm, I would be le- would be less likely because they don't do as much oh. original stuff, but Netflix does do a lot of original stuff. Uh, but they moved into uh, more original stuff. I mean, uh, Amazon... Right, but they has, don't do as much. More. That was my point. No, no. Right. No, no. And no. they don't put as much money into it uh, as Netflix does put puts into their original content. Uh, Amazon has a few original shows, but they're not putting as much money in. And that's the big thing with Big Brother, especially this. It, the, uh, they're not going to have the house that Channel 5 isn't... When they buy the rights, they're not also going to give them the Big Brother house. So you have to physically build an entire house if you want to do the show, which that's a big task in and of itself, let alone the production costs and everything else, uh, promotion and everything. Uh, but I think you suggested ITV, maybe, which is an online service yeah. in the UK. Uh, that could be yeah. a place where they would send it, and they have a lot of money. Yeah, um, there are channel channel but then not only online but can you imagine this bro if they both do get canceled and don't get picked up and then big brother us it gets canceled because of the whole uh, less moon vest thing and then all that's left is big brother canada it's canada yeah oh i mean jerry jeremy right now is just cheering he's got his maracas out and he's like doing a mexican hat (laughs) dance or something but us we're not super happy about it no more Big brother! He's got a big bottle of tequila just swigging out of it. But yeah, uh, have you watched uh, normal Big Brother UK? I did. I, I thought it was pretty good so far. I liked the cast. They, they said they were going all out with this cast, and it seems yes. like they did. Uh, and they have. The one girl got kicked out already. Yeah. Uh, with a 20 year old that just had her butt hanging out the entire first two days. Yes. And I guess it was because of a Twitter post. Yes. She made a Twitter post like, I don't know, uh, five years ago or something. And so they kicked her out. Uh, we don't know what that Twitter post was. Was it? I have it somewhere. Oh, here we go. I got it. Okay. Thank it's, you. Actually, they blurred it out for some reason, even though there's not really any... They said it's racist. Okay, so you go and tell me if okay. this is racist. Okay. Oh, fuck I. It's 9-11. Rest in, it says rip, but rest in peace to everyone who died, and fuck they smelly, and then something blurred out. Terrorist <laughs> B- BS blurred out, but that, it, terrorist bastards. Rest in peace, everybody who died, and fuck the smelly something terrorist bastards. And people said that that was racist. Uh, Is calling the people who flew the plane into the World Trade Center terrorist bastards racist? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm sorry. If that that is racist, then I am racist. I guess. It says here a number of tweets were previously deleted before she entered the house. So she cleared these tweets and then somebody, I don't know, uh, Wayback Machine them or something. I know there are people that just go through these people's Twitters to find something bad. Remember, uh, what was the celebrity who had the tweet that was like a Nazi tweet? She was like dressed up like a... Oh, yes. Um... Oh. Why do I want to say uh, Hannah Montana for some reason? But that's not correct. Yeah, but it's it's not her. Um, 
she's Asian lady who was in like a reality yeah. show of her own. I, I don't. I, maybe we'll remember in a second. But uh, that he, no, he Tila Tila Tequila. No. There you go. Yes. Uh, she got kicked out of Celebrity Big Brother for basically the same thing. It was a tweet. <laughs> the same thing, yeah. It was an offensive tweet from a long time ago, and they kicked her out. So there is a, you know, they have set a precedent, and the fact that this was there, uh, I can see why they did it as far as a uh, company goes. Uh, she was kind of annoying. I was not a huge fan of her anyway, so I'm not, uh, nothing horrible for me. Me either. But Rebecca! There's these two people in this season that are like the most annoying people of all time. The one girl, Anna Amelia, and the one guy, Lewis, who are, they're these, oh, like, I've never, like, a lot of people use a social justice warrior, SJW, as like a negative term. Yes. I've never really thought of it as a negative term until this week when I saw these two people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awful, awful people. But yeah. No, they really done it. I, I think this is going to be a really good Big Brother. It looks like far. Oh, yeah, it's the first week. Uh, second and a half week is when the craziness really sets in as far as, like, uh, right. cabin fever and stuff, and that's when the shit's really going to hit the fan, so. Uh, I watched uh, Norm MacDonald has a show, E-I-Y-O. It's not called uh, E-I-Y-O. I but... saw this came out. I have not seen it yet. What did you think of it, from? It is the worst shit I have ever seen. Okay. I like Norm MacDonald. I'm a fan of his. I love Norm MacDonald. Is this just That's another I... late night talk show ripoff kind of thing? Uh, no, it's... Uh, um... Sketch comedy? That... No, no, no. What is that Netflix uh, uh, thing with uh, David Letterman? David Letterman? Oh, the, his his yeah. TV show on there. Yes, right. It's a ripoff of that because it's David Spade in this first episode, and only David Spade. Sure. Okay. Right. So it's it's kind of uh, like this. My guest doesn't need any more introduction, but bad. Oh, all right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'll check it out. I guess I still I still like Norm Macdonald, but it, yeah, uh, I I haven't heard any good things either. I haven't heard many bad things, but I have. I saw one article called "Why uh, Norm Macdonald is the Greatest Comedian of Our Generation" or something, but I don't. I think that was just pandering, probably. Let's see, what did I see this week besides Big Brother UK? Uh, season six finale of Elementary, so that is yeah. over. Uh, season seven has been confirmed, Fro. So there will be a season seven. Mm -hmm. This season was kind of strange because the end of last season, they had the storyline going. And then halfway through this season, they kind of had to scrap that. Because the one thing about uh, that I like about elementary is when they realize the storyline or whatever is going badly and it, and nobody likes it, they will change it up and not just, you know, WWE and just stick to whatever they had written down. They'll go, shit, nobody likes this. Let's change it halfway through the season. That's what happened here. But I still give this like a 6.0 as far as, a season of elementary. There's been better seasons, so. Hmm. I haven't watched one single episode of it. Elementary? Uh, yes, you have. Yes, no. This oh, season. this season. This right, season. right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> I watched a lot of episodes of it. But I think if once you get halfway through this season, you're going to really enjoy it. Because the second half is a lot of fun. But the first half is kind of like... 
they get a little confused because I think at one point they went, wow, nobody likes this. We need to start changing shit up. So, Right. I watched The Hunt for the Trump Tapes with Tom Arnold this week. Uh, it is a vice documentary, and I'm not fucking kidding. Have you right. heard about this? Uh, well, I knew he was doing it. I didn't know that it had already come out. I heard that it was being like filmed and 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 there had been art like art news articles about it for uh, I don't know a couple months ago. You know what? It's good. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. Oh, okay. I I enjoyed it for what it is. I mean, how how serious can you take Tom Arnold? <laughs> I mean. And I love how he's like going on uh, because this first episode is all about uh, episodes that uh, uh, was on Howard Stern. So what they have done uh, is like, and there was a story there, like cease and desist letters from lawyers uh, that uh, an organization that has like written everything he said into text so it can be searched for in the search engine had a cease and desist order from from uh, the program saying that they're not allowed to say, uh, like, give uh, audio out so he has actually made uh, <laughs> an internet page uh, decided to 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 make an internet page all divided to uh, uh, Trump on Howard, on Howard Stern. Okay. I don't know I don't know why that's relevant, but all right. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is it is really good actually. It's it's yeah, I, I really liked it. All right. Uh, uh, let's see what else yeah. did I see. Uh, oh, I saw both second episodes. Uh, well, I saw second and third episode of The Purge, and then I saw the second episode of My NMC. Uh, My NMC, like not super uh, yeah, into I'm it. Out. Uh, I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I two episodes and you're out as well. I like if there yeah. wasn't a million TV shows about to start next week, I might yeah. watch it just because it was on. But it's nothing that's great enough. That I want to stick around just because I have other things I'd rather watch. Um, the purge gets better and better. Right. The second episode, I didn't really need the whole Me Too thing added no. into the, to my purge movie, but I, it is it does kind of go with the whole purge idea because every movie does right. kind of in, encapsulate some of the recent politics, and that is part right. of the politics nowadays. So for it to be in there, I do understand, but at the same time, it was felt a little. Um, shoved in there and just forced a little bit but that's it it is whatever oh and my nmc was so much better one of the guys uh one of the biker guys on my nmc not one of the in in his biker gang but in one of the other mexican biker gangs i worked with one of these guys on a movie uh he was uh uh, on a horror movie yeah Uh, he he also was one of the gangster did you ever see veronica mars bro yes he was one of the mexican gangster guys on that show hmm so it was cool to see him in the show, I guess. Other than that, it was not. I was not a fan. What else did you see this week? Yeah, uh, I also saw this. Uh, uh, but just back to the Perch. Uh, Perch uh, season episode three was so much better. Uh, I watched the second episode of You. Um, it's still really, really good. Uh, I'm amazed how good it follows the book. 
so I actually started reading the book again, <laughs> just to, uh, and I got my dad to buy it as well. So yeah, you episode two is out. All right, I saw um, a t- new TV show, season one, episode one. It's called The First with Sean Penn. Yeah. With Sean Penn, I also saw this. Okay, I only saw one episode. Did you see more than one episode? No, I also saw Okay, one. right. Uh, it's on Hulu. Let's see. What did I think about this? Well, let, first I'll go into a little description, I guess. It, it's, a, it's basically trying to be about a fake Elon Musk, where it's the first... Yes private spacecraft to go uh, into space. I think they're going to Mars, Mars. it seems like, right? Yeah. So it's definitely Mars. that whole uh, Elon Musk thing, and Sean Penn's supposed right. to be e- the equivalent Elon Musk in this. Uh, mm. And then, well, it was very predictable, so I can get, I guess I can kind of spoil it, but the ship explodes. It was like what? the build-up <laughs> for the first half, or maybe even three, uh, yeah, first two-thirds of the show. It was like yeah. all this build-up, and I'm sitting here going, these three are dead. They're, they're so dead. <laughs> it was so predictable that I don't even feel like I'm spoiling it, because as soon as you get five minutes into the show, you're going to think the same thing. Yes. <laughs> I was sitting there, I was like, I, I was literally sitting there, I was like, you're dead. Mm-hmm. You're dead. Yeah. You, <laughs> you that just said that. goodbye to your little girl, dead. Um, yeah. <laughs> but overall, I mean, it was a boring as hell show. I thought it was boring as shit. Yeah. I gave it a three. I mean, I've only seen one episode, but uh, I'll go back and watch another one, oh. but I doubt I'm going to go past episode two. The last show I watched was A Discovery of Witches. Have you heard of this? No. Is this on the Discovery Channel and it's like, we, it's real. Witches are real. It's like that mermaid <laughs> yeah. documentary. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what it is, Luke. Uh, you guessed it cor- correctly. It's a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> About witches. Yep. About witches. No, it isn't. <laughs> but that, 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 that is funny. No, a discovery of witches. Uh, it, uh, it's based on a... Um, Novel I, I I have read by Deborah Harkness, yes, um, and then now it's like uh, a TV show, and uh, it's about this uh, girl called Dinah. She's like historian witch, and um, Dana Warrior. By she any has so, sorry, Dana Warrior by any chance. No, Dana Bishop okay. is her name. Yes. Uh, and she knows uh, how to solve uh, a list as uh, a small 782. And she gets uh, help by this uh, Matthew character, but he's a vampire. And witches never trust vampires. So it's and, not Twilight uh, then. Sorry? So it's not Twilight then. No. Okay. Sounding <laughs> a lot like Twilight so far. And uh, this is uh, British. Uh, it's made by Sky, and I give the first episode a during and good two. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not great. Yeah. All right. Well, I got a couple uh, more, so I'll go quick. Uh, sure. Five episodes of Snowfall. Uh, catching up on that because the season finale is this week. 
See, yep. that's the way I binge things. Fro, Fro will wait till it, it's over and binge the whole thing. I watch like the first two or three episodes, and then I miss the middle of it, and then I binge it right before the last episode, and then watch the last episode. It's a different way of binging, but I like. I think it, it's effective. The um, yeah. uh, season five, episode one of BoJack Horseman, Fro's favorite television program. <laughs> I'm not that against it, right? I, I think I, I think it's the better of of those kind of shows. Sure. I think Bob's Burger is worse. I hate Bob Burger more than I hate Bojack Horseman. Okay. This season is not as good as other seasons, I guess, but it's still Bojack. So I gave it a 6.5. I've seen most of it. And uh, the last thing I saw this week was a show I'd recommend to you, Fro, that's on Amazon Prime, season one, episode one. It's... On Amazon Prime, so the whole season's out to binge, but it's called Forever, with okay. Maya Rudolph, Fred Armiston, and the guy oh. who played Buckaroo Banzai, isn't it? What? Yeah. Uh, I've never a, heard of this. I, I can't really... Well, it just came out this week, like I said, but um, it's very weird. It's very indie feeling. It's like... Uh, I don't. I can't really say anything about what it's about because I would instantly spoil it. But it's about right. uh, Maya Rudolph and Fred Armiston are married, and their uh, their marriage is starting to get very you know cookie cutter. Everything's the same every day. Right. That's kind of the first setup in the first episode. I gave it a six point five, leaning towards a seven. Very good. I watched every episode. I binged it, uh, and I watched every episode. So, you. Know, I would say it's worth checking out. Uh, it's kind of boring in the beginning, but once you get into what it's really about, then you go, oh, okay. And But there are certain episodes that are also, like, not as great as other episodes. I guess that's pretty standard for any TV show, but overall, forever on Amazon Prime, I'm going to give it a 7, I think. So. Maya Rudolph. Yep. Okay. And Fred Armiston, like, from Portlandia. That yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. but Maya Rudolph is, like... She's she's really good. I actually really really like her. Uh yeah, she's very good in this. Uh she it's it's a dark comedy, all right? So it's not like a yeah. it's it's a comedy but it's a very dark comedy. Uh, and I know you like those. And this I don't know, there's just something yeah. about this show that I think you would enjoy, but you have to check it out. Um I actually liked her in uh I was uh, what is that movie I always think of? She's she. I know she was in Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, but uh, Maya Rudolph. Yeah, movie she was in. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, she was uh, in Saturday Night Live. The Emoji Movie. <laughs> Wasn't no. she in Bridesmaids? That might be what you're thinking. Yeah, of. that is the one. I'm right. That's probably the most famous one I think she's probably been in. I mean, she was in Saturday Night Live, so she's been in some of those yeah. kind of crappy Saturday Night Live movies, but yeah. yeah. Oh, and then the Emmys were this week, Fro. Um, yes, let's talk a little about that. Uh, I, I'm just going to go through the ones that I think are interesting, uh, okay. that maybe appeal to the show. Uh, Henry Winkler won his first Emmy for his role in Barry. Uh, yeah. I think this, Barry is probably one of the more under... Uh, was more one of the underrated shows this year and me and fro really yeah. liked it uh best actor in a comedy build hater for barry as well so they won another one there um let's see best comedy marvelous miss Maisel. 
Never, yeah, I have ever heard of it. Never heard of it. That is, and, and it won so much shit. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think I anybody have, watched I, this though. I have actually downloaded it, and uh, and I have it on the top of my list of what I'm going to watch next week. Okay. So uh, I am going to actually try to watch it for next week. So I will tell you how it is. Okay. Right. I do not want to watch it because I looked at kind of the premise of it and it does not look like a show I would enjoy. I think this is more of a political move, but let me know next week. Best drama, Game of Thrones, boo. Get that out of here. Uh, Best supporting actress in a drama, Thandie Newton for Westworld. That's good. Uh, Mentioned Henry Winkler winning. See what else is a good thing on here. Uh, There was one that was really surprising to me. Best reality show host, RuPaul and RuPaul's Drag Race. Cool. Oh, here we go. Documentary nonfiction series, Wild Wild Country won. That one was a very good, good. show. Yeah. Saturday Night Live won multiple uh, Emmys, which I think is kind of dumb, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. And other than that, there's just a lot of things that... Uh, like, yeah, no, there's a lot of Black Mirror, Marvelous Miss Marv- Maisel won a lot of stuff here. The Crown won yeah. a few things. Oh, this is stupid as hell. Directing directing for a variety special, Glenn Weiss, the Oscars. So the Emmys gave the Oscars an <laughs> Emmy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. And then the Oscars is going to give the Emmys an Oscar, so that's going to be good. That would, that would be funny. They made a movie about the Oscars. <laughs> and an Oscar made... And a movie about an Oscar movie made an Oscar. And then they made a documentary about the behind the scenes of the movie. And then that won an Oscar. Won an Emmy. Oh, yeah. And that won an Emmy, a TV documentary. Yeah, It'd be the most meta thing of all time. The most most convoluted TV show of all time. Yeah, yeah, I saw this. Uh, but yeah, no, I never ever ever heard of this Miss uh, Marvelous Miss Marvel or whatever it's. Called. I know. I think, like I said, I'm pretty sure this is a political pick because I don't. I didn't even hear anybody talking about watching this, let alone see anything about it. So, and we, it's uh, we cover TV show uh, TV shows every week on this show. So right. if anybody was going to see that it came out, it would be, would have been us. Main topic time: Eleven BX thirteen seventy one. What is this? Right, it's a two-minute online video uh, from 2015, uh, which was sent to GadgetZZ.com, a Swedish tech blog that publicized it. Uh, We'll find out it was also sent a couple other places, but the black and white segment is two minutes in length, like I said. The title uh, came from a plain text of bass string, a bass 64 string written on the DVD, so code language. Uh, it depicts a person wearing what appears to be a plague doctor costume, walking and standing around in a dilapidated abandoned building with a forest visible behind him, uh, accompanied by the soundtrack of loud, discoherent buzzing noises, and the masked figure holds up a hand with irregularly blinking lights. Uh, the film did not have any credit or claim to authorship. Mm. Right. So I guess we should maybe start with watching the video. I don't think we should. Well, let's watch a tiny bit of it because honestly, it's going to be really annoying if we watch two minutes of it because it's just sound. Uh, the sound, 
would be annoying to listen to. You know what I mean, Fro? Yes. Okay, the so let's listen to like 30 seconds time. just so people can kind of um, get an idea of what the sound... Oh, for some reason... Am I... Oh, I, I see. Okay. Yes. I linked that, but I linked it to the main thing because we're going to go back and look at the other video, which I didn't even know existing existed till this oh, week, yeah. but uh, let's go ahead and play 30 seconds. Give me a countdown. In three, two, one, go. Mm, yeah, this sound. is fun to listen to. Yeah. Great podcasting here. But what we're seeing is like a guy <laughs> in... It's called Holding a plague a mask that looks like a big, like... Uh, yeah, bird, bird holding, mask. He's holding some fingers. And there's like erratic cuts, and the camera is kind of shaking around all over the place. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- people no. are hating this. People are hating listening <laughs> to this right now. Okay, we're stopping. We're stopping. Okay, we're stopping. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. We'll get into that music a little later, but um, the interesting thing about this two minute video. Uh, messages mainly commonly used ciphers and encry- encryption systems have been found hidden in the video. The sound, the it, its sound spectrogrammed as well as Im- uh, its sound spectrogram as well as images of torture and mani- um, mutilated people. So uh, when you take this sound that we just played um, and you put it through a spectrograph and like map it, the sound, the sound creates an image. Uh, and the image is quite disturbing. Uh, mm-hmm. what was the other thing that the image said, uh, right at the beginning before, like the pictures, it was, uh, you're already dead. Right. Yes. In the, like the sound, the sound that you hear, you map it out and it makes a picture. And in that picture, it says that. So my guess is he took the pictures, the person who created this took the pictures, put them into a program to create those pictures into sound and then made the video using that sound. And then when people went back and used the spectrograph, they were able to map the sound out and recreate the pictures he made the sound out of originally. Does that make sense, Farrell? Yes. That's how that was done. But uh, it says most messages have been decoded by participants in an ongoing Reddit thread and the images sourced to notable murder investigations, including the Boston Strangler, uh, they have been interpreted as implied, uh, implying a threat of bioterrorism against the United States, although it has been speculated that the video is a reality prank or a viral, viral marketing stunt uh, for an upcoming vi- film or video game. Uh, we found out that is not true. After it first came to light in October, it was found that it had been posted to YouTube several months earlier, along with a similar threatening message in binary code. Uh, the poster of that video known as AETBX had suggested the uh, to inquiring journalist that Gadget Z is not telling the truth about how he came to possess the video. Internet investigators managed to establish that it was filmed in uh, Zaf. What is that? Do you know that word? Zafiowaka? Sanitarium. Outside of Owak, Poland, sometime between. November uh, 2013 and the video's release in 2015. Should I read the next thing here? Uh, No, that's... Well, we're going to get into that in a second. So, let's go to possible origins as far as down there. Uh, Other investigations 
Go ahead. Uh, found that the Crubler was not the first to make uh, the video public. In May, a user uh, account in as a a e t b x right like I just mentioned to YouTube. Sorry, that I just mentioned, right? Yes, uh, the account on, uh, only posts to the site. Uh, there, uh, there it's uh, been identified and described in binary code with the strings of O's and ones. Uh, as other users began commenting on it, a uh, a text uh, returned to ask uh, why uh, suddenly was so much interesting in his five-month-old posting. Some commentators speculated that he, in fact, created it himself. He uh, vig- vig- vigorously denied it. Why? Wouldn't well, it says start? here the Washington Post contacted him by email. Uh, he only identified himself as Daniel from Spain and said he had been sent the video in the mail as well. So just like Gadget ZZ, uh, he had also received a DVD in the mail. Uh, his version, he said, was also sent to him via email from a girl he did not know who told him she found it on a park bench. Uh, in an update, in an update, uh, Crashbler reported that someone found that even even earlier than he did, uh, uh, that he had found something even earlier in a YouTube posting that it had been posted to the Paranormal Board 4chan uh, earlier than he posted it, I guess. And later, the Daily Dot, he cast doubt on Crushblur's account, saying anyone can fake a DVD. Uh, meaning, like, they think he got he got the uh, video off of 4chan and just made a fake DVD to claim that he had, been, had, had it sent to him as well. Right. Two other leads uh, on a possible creator proved false around the time of Crabbler uh, first posted her uh, about the video. Uh, the blog of Triton TV, a, a student film group at the University of California, San Diego, posted a screenshot of the video along with the title and description in binary. Reached uh, a comment, the group said uh, no longer used uh, that website and it had been hacked a few days later. Uh, Daily Dot said the image appeared to have been one of the many uh, posted by the, uh, the hacker at random and named uh, a man uh, named Parker J. Wright replied to the reporter inquiry by saying that he is not the Peter Wright who posted the video on YouTube on September 30th with the note, are you listening? It says here, while the identity of the video creator remained unknown, the location at which, well, it should say remains unknown. We'll get into that, but right. the location of at which is filmed uh, has been identified. Uh, the sanitarium we just mentioned, which is a short distance from Warsaw, one of the rooms there had the same uh, fenestration, which is like the the windows and the graffiti seen in the video. The latter were not presented in the photo of the room taken in 2013, suggesting the video was made between then and April 15th. That's how they kind of determined when it was shot. Right. 
so now we go into who people think actually created this. Parker Warner Wright. Yes, because in late in October, after most of the initial talk and speculation about this video, its creator and purpose had died down. A Twitter account or was opened under the name Parker uh, Warner Wright. Its owner claimed to be have made the video. Wright uh, was not the only person on the internet actively claiming the same at the same at the time and. Uh, though the last month of 2015, other posted their own videos in except to authenticate themselves. Authenticate, yeah. Uh, mm. At the end of the my month, Wright announced the next video would be released in exactly 1.44 metric hours on his YouTube cha- channel. At the appointed time, an, a new video titled 1B31369 in black and white with occasional effects and insert was published with uh, the lies unlock our descent underneath it in the description. It also had a figure of the plague doctor returning, uh, shown outside the sanitarium in the forest. Uh, the lay- the soundtrack was quieter than that of the first video and included some electronic tinkling noises, which were synchronized with the blinker in his hands. Uh, Right, so th- then he came out with the second video, which I never knew that second video existed. Did you? Not before this week. Not yeah, I, I it was completely unaware. And there actually is a third video even that was created yes. more recently, which we'll talk about kind of at the end. But Parker Warner Wright, I found some interesting things about this. From clearly not his real name, but we've determined right. that. So it's not his real name. The Twitter page they talk about in this. Uh, as far as the Twitter account was opened under the name and claimed the video was his, does not exist anymore, Fro. I looked for it. I found the link to it. It do- It's no longer an active Twitter account. I also know that there was a Facebook account that was being posted on by this person. Does not exist anymore. That Facebook account has been deactivated. Mm. So those things are no longer active. There is a website for uh, Parker War. Warner uh, Wright, uh, but I was not going to access it because when you go to it, it says this website is not configured. It's it basically telling you, hey, you're going to get hacked if you go into this website. Right. So it's probably not even created by a guy. Who knows? Maybe it is. Another thing interesting, uh, people are speculating on what the... Because n- everything in these videos has a meaning. Like you see it and it's like, oh, but every little tiny detail has a, a specific meaning. Right, Fro? Yes. So, uh, of course, people said this name must have some kind of meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, one person speculates Parker, as in the Parker Brothers, uh, because he's making it, it's a it's a game. This video is part of a game and a puzzle, right? Uh, Warner, as in the Warner Brothers, because the Warner Brothers make movies. And Wright, maybe as in the Wright Brothers, uh, as he sees himself as a creator and an artisan. Oh. Uh, that's speculation, right? Another speculation is each name has six letters in it, three words, 666. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so should we watch the second video, maybe? Uh, yeah, let me see if I got anything else about this Parker Bright guy. Okay, so he's actually, he posted a bunch of stuff on Facebook for a while, kind of showing him, proving that he was the actual guy. So he posted pictures of the mask that we see in the first video, 
Um, right. This was all happening right at, as the second video came out, so it's kind of, you know, we're going into the same thing. But during those kind of... He was talking to people back and forth on Facebook trying to prove that it was him. He also uh, posted other pictures of, of things that were in these videos, but never revealing his own face or anything like that. But in those Facebook posts, it says, Parker Wright describes himself as a politi- politicized artist who uses... The videos to send a message as he responds to one of his fans in the post. Uh, people need to wake up to the rest of the world and what's going on. There is a virus, virus of ignorance, and the media is propagating it. My videos should stand as evidence of that. That was something he wrote on his Facebook page uh, about the videos. In early December, extension on Facebook writes, uh, I'm told... Uh, someone that uh, he has won the business card lottery. <laughs> what does that mean? You handed know. me your business card at some point. Uh. Oh right. Okay. He so he's talking about um the guy who he sent the DVD to, and he said that Wright had probably attended one of the many tech shows where he had a booth. So he thinks that that's what he, uh, Wright got his address to send the DVD. Is that this guy was at tech shows and he just went to the guy's uh, booth? Got yeah, that would make sense. How he would have yeah. got a hold of him. So uh, the video we are going to watch now is called Eleven B Three Thirteen Sixty Nine. Right, and uh, this was not posted to the YouTube page of Parker Wright. Uh, it was actually posted to a different page than the one we're, wa- we're watching it on because that page got right. deleted. But it was also a page that that was the only video on the page. But people are uh, attributing that to uh, Parker Warner Wright. And he even said that, hey, this is where I'm going to post it uh, and then did. And that's one of the reasons people believe that this guy is telling the truth. So go ahead and play it. Uh, we'll see if we get more than 30 seconds. The last, the third video, we can probably play the whole two minutes because it actually has some substance, but yeah. Right. Yes, with this solemn thing, yeah. In three, two, one, go. Beep. Beep. This is a test. It sounds like a modem. It does kind of sound like a modem. I mean, it's very similar to the, to the original. And the mask looks the same, and he's cloaked and everything. But it, it, it's kind of, I don't know, seems like it's m- made more creepy, and I think we can stop it there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 it seems to be similar, but it definitely seems a little different. Uh, there's a lot more movement happening in this video, right. but there it's got a lot of very similar themes. A lot of people speculate that this was faked to cover up the real meaning of the first video? What do you think about that whole idea, Fro? Mm, that doesn't seem to be... I mean, a lot of the internet people who uh, w- that are really investigating this would say, you're an idiot, don't say that, that's just ruining everything we've... Uh, all the detective work we've done up to this point, but I don't know, I think it's a possibility that the original had one meaning, and then this guy came along to maybe even working with the person who made the original to... Um, what's a good word? for it, uh, cover their asses, because maybe the original was right. for something, and then uh, people were starting to figure out the clues, but if you add more videos, it makes the clues harder to figure out, because then you're trying to relate, you know what I mean, Fro? Um, right. 
we'll get into maybe why they why the first video was created later, but let's go to the wiki of the 11B3 1369. Right. And so if people want to really research this, this is a good place to go. It's called uh, 11BX1371.com. Uh, mm-hmm. And it has information on all three of these videos and Parker Warner Wright and everything else. It is a it's a dedicated uh, wiki page. It's not orig- it's not official wiki. It's 11bx1371.com. Like I said, uh, this this is the section for the second video. So this is what pe- people are calling it is the sequel to uh, the original 11bx1371, right? Right. Because on January 1st, 2016, a new video titled 11B1369 was released on Parker Warner Wright's uh, YouTube channel. Description of the two minutes and two seconds minute black film reads, Their lies unlock your descent. Right? Right, and a new female character makes an appearance at 123, where she's wearing a stained white nightgown and a mask that makes her face look disfigured. Uh, as the first video, the soundtrack is strange, elaborate mix of tones, uh, which is uneasy and creepy. Uh, once again, 11B3-1369 is loaded with several ciphers and codes. And the thing is, we can't even go into all the codes and ciphers that are in no. these videos. As far as, we barely even scratched on 11BX1371. But this one's even weirder. Uh, as far as the yes. stenography goes and everything from the audio, there's uh, there's images in the audio as well if you run them through programs. This one says submit um, in the stenography. Uh, and there's some really weird tap code. Um, one of the strangest ones is in the third video, but let's see. What's another good example of one of the ciphers in the second video, Fro? Um, do you got anything? Uh, well, I, I, I liked, uh, one of it was, uh, what, what was it? Uh, uh, that it was an unidentified, uh, picture appears, uh, beloved the previous message and it uh, feed, uh, and this is uh, at 1 minute and 22 seconds to uh, 1 minute and 44 seconds and uh, it uh, features a naked blindfolded masked woman like we talked about some suggested she might be able uh, have blood on her visible hand belly and neither region. However, it appears the photograph is upside down. Once rotated 180 degrees, you can see that the woman looks as she's been lying in a bathtub. Moreover, the mask resembles a lot uh, the one featured in the video. Uh, it says here in the video, two long strings of 364 characters, each facing one another. Uh, various candidate ciphers were explored to decode this. One thing to note is, is the string reading uh, AETBX is DP is Poser. Uh, sounds like it's trolling a little bit there. It's highly right. unlikely the name AETBX, uh, known to be their first original upload, 
to the isocon it, it, to 4chan uh, would randomly appear in this cipher. Only One can only chuckle, if not laugh out loud, at this witty zing from Parker Warner Wright. Uh, but then it, it there's an update about this 364-character uh, cipher, and they've actually decrypted it. And it says... There is no room left for the old empire. Our fathers have fallen, their dreams thrice removed, taken down a path of ill repair. The family crumbles, screaming to the mountains, with voices unheard, death takes hold. Your gods have failed you, your nation has failed you, your family failed you, you will fail yourself. You are already dead, your bed is already made. So, you are already dead is already was in the first video, in the... Um, stenography uh, of the audio so that's interesting that it's you know it connects the uh, the things together right right and uh, there's American sign language in this movie right he's uh, holding his hands a specific way and showing right. uh, certain things right um, and there's and more in of that in, in the next video as well but yeah here's something yeah, from the, the tap code mm -hmm. Uh, what sounds like a spoken voice can be heard in the loop sequence corresponding to the spectrogram, like a magic eye visual. Uh, the loop, when the loop is isolated and filtered, a highly manipulated male voice repeats, uh, "You need to hear the message." Um, uh, the strange, unidentified sound, similar to tapping or chirping, is heard. And the whole sequence can be divided into seven parts, and they put down the time codes of when those are. Uh, this part has been identified as a tap code, which orig origins go back to the Polybius Square. Uh, the taps are shown as dots below revealing the uh, message. So it's kind of like Morse code, except a little more complicated. So they were somebody found in this video, with, in the audio... There's a secret voice, and under that secret voice, there's like a tapping noise. And if you take that tapping noise, turn it into this tap code from a Polybius square, then make that into English. It says, hear obedient uh, to tether laws welly. Laws welly. Mm. So it's kind of confusing as to what that is. But uh, the voice section in that, the male voice that's reading the text, is only, uh, only visible in the second channel of the spectrogram, not the first channel. And it says, which turns out to be an FM modulation of audio with carrier frequency of 1870 hertz. And it was successfully isolated and filtered to reveal a poem. Uh, it says... The, this is where the vod so they had to go through and change the audio to 18 1870 hertz like using an fn modulator uh and it the poem reads i, I took her to the river she lift the way with her torch the her thorny crown cast a shadow on my face i took her beneath the bridge i took her she but she didn't want it she bled she didn't she did it on broken glass i never heard her cry as into the river she fell, a bloody shell. Mm. So some creepy stuff there. So yeah, I mean, and there's so much more of this. If you go into the uh, original, there's all these original, uh, the original 
11BX1371. There's a ton of also ciphers and different things in there. Um, if you pause it at certain times, uh, certain frames of the video have uh, little, uh, they say like 1BX or BX2 or these things, and those uh, have been determined to also be a cipher as well. So Interesting. I actually went to this homepage of this uh, on a secure uh, internet uh, thing. I have, okay. uh, I have, uh, I have sent you the screenshot of it. Okay, let me check it out. Uh, on, is it multiple Skype. pages or is it just one no. main page? No, it's kind of sad because all you get is the four hundred four code. <laughs> right, but I was reading into this on the Reddit because if you go uh, and look up eleven bx thirteen seventy one on Reddit, there's a whole Reddit. They even talk about it. We were talking about it earlier, and they say that this page, if it, if you go into the source code of this page, there's a way to figure out. Um, there's a password. Uh, there's a ability to use a password on this page to get into alternate pages. Believe it or not. Mm, so it really? looks like a 404, but it's not. It's a it's a fake 404 page. Oh, yep. cool. I'd have to figure out. We I'd have to go back into the Reddit and read. Like there's this. Uh, there was a whole th- uh, thing about it, and it's n- very complicated to figure out how to get into it. Right. Uh, and the Reddit is so very it's... interesting. A lot of interesting information on there. Uh, I think uh, at least when I went there, the latest post was from a month ago, so it's not updated very regularly anymore. But from what I saw, the people there are pe- people still totally investigating this, but instead of using the Reddit, they've moved over to a private IRC chat that you can mm. get to. But um, they're very serious about it. You can't go in there and joke around. They take the shit seriously. So, right. So should we uh, look at the last one? Right. Let's talk it's about called... it a little bit before we watch it. This was created. A year ago, November 5th, or at least posted a year ago, November 5th, 2016. So, right around the election, November 5th, 2016. Yes. And, and on it's, Parker Wright's uh, YouTube channel. Right, and it's uh, the caption says, this is the beginning. Alright, so this is almost three minutes long, but we're going to watch the whole thing, I think. So go ahead, Fro. In three, two, one, go. The music is nice there. So we don't... It's a guy in a mask, but it's not the same plague mask. It looks kind of like a... Fetish mask. Sure. I was thinking like one of those protective masks for like... Like one metal mask. What was that? Uh, The man in the iron mask? That's what I was thinking of. But he's dressed like maybe a... Navy soldier? Right. And it's, it's very clear, it's like some Nazi imagery. He's supposed to be Hitler speaking to a crowd or something. Right. That is really clear. But it's we don't not see German. the crowd, though. We don't see any crowd. We just see him, no. like... And he's doing the hand gesture, like, uh... That's like, um... Castro used to do. Right. And if you look there, there's certain parts uh, where he has his back turned in this kind of shot, where you're going to start seeing him do these hand gestures. And those hand gestures turn out to be um, maritime 
signals that ships would use to communicate to each other. Oh, interesting. Like, hand signals that say, like, different letters. There, uh, there was a maritime right. kind of... And here we're seeing him, like, showing off some kind of card. And the yep. card is changing every time he puts his hand down, if you see that. Yeah. And those have been determined to be specific symbols associated with a church, believe it or not, bro. Oh, okay. Okay, I think this is the, where we get the maritime signals is right here about somewhere. But it's clearly not German, though. No, it's not German. It's actually not Polish. People have uh, looked into it, and it's not an actual language. Uh, people have backward masked it to see if it maybe is reverse. Something like he spoke it, and then he reversed it. And some people claim it's English in reverse. Other people say it's too gibberish to uh, definitely be English in reverse. So it's kind of people not sure. Right. But no, it's so not German, it's, it's not Polish, for sure. So maybe it's like his own made-up language? Could be a cipher, yeah. And then we have time code down in the bottom corner for some reason. Yeah. And here he's, these are the maritime signals, bro. See? Right. Oh, cool. Okay, so let's go to the wiki for that video. This shit is crazy. has so much... Like, it's way more... The second video didn't have as much cipher in it, or people didn't find it as the first video. But the second video has, like, ten times as much. Like, look at the kind of contents... In this one compared to the other one, look yeah. how much is going oh on here, God. bro. Yeah, oh my so God. much to. Yeah. Uh, the probably the coolest one that I found is uh, 4.7 QR grid cipher. See that? Mm -hmm. Click on that, and there's if if you pause the video at just the right time, there it it looks kind of like a crossword puzzle. There's letters that are kind of all jumbled around in what looks like a square or whatever. So people mm -hmm. were going through this, and if you even look at it, there's like M O S. Looks like it could be must, and then O-F-F-E with an X and then an R, so must offer. It, if you read it, it kind of seems like that line could say, we must offer something, something, something. So people are trying to make words out of this. And then somebody realized, wait a second, this isn't a crossword at all. If you look at it and you black out where all, all the letters are, or if you black out all the spaces without the letters and make where the letters are white... It creates a QR code, bro. So you go down, mm -hmm. and those letters create these two QR codes uh, that send you to a, uh, a a tour site, you know, with a with a deep web image. Uh, and you see here that image below. I don't. I I kind of lost you now. Where are you? Uh, just keep scrolling. Uh, uh, where are you? Uh, the QR code. You see the QR code? No. Okay, go back up to the contents. Yeah. Contents, and then go to QR grid cipher. It's under 4, 4.7. Yeah. And then scroll down to the bottom. Yeah. You know where you see the QR codes? Yeah. Right, and they gave you a link to this JPEG file. So we go down Deep Web Image. This is the JPEG file that you can only access using the Tor network. Right. And if you run it through a filter, 
it gives you this symbol, uh, which uh, adjusted levels and curves reveal a central symbol reminiscent of sacred geometry based on the Vices Piscais figure forming a central eye, two triangles, of which is not equilateral, equilateral for some reason. Uh, rest both eyes, each side eye to eye. It's a pupil, respectively. Uh, let mm. me see. It kind of looked like something from Islam. That was the first thing I thought of. Because of the moon, it kind of looks like a, a half moon in the middle there. Do you understand what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I think they're saying that that is supposed to be like an eyeball. Uh, and then oh. on either side, I guess. I'm not seeing it 100%. But uh, it says here, on January 14th, however, the second order of Far Farseeism uh, posted an unscrambled version of the onion picture. Uh, and they c claim that this is uh, a symbol related to this church of the second order of Far Farseeism. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so people are thinking that it has something to do with that, I guess. Okay. And never ever heard of Farseeism in my entire life. Right, I'm gonna go to Facebook Second Order of Farheism because <coughs> they have a Facebook page. I'm just seeing just now. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'll go to the About section. Oh, they've got a bunch of symbols, just like the symbols we're seeing, kind of on the side in this article, uh, which says Nugsoft Alphabet from the Love from Lovecraft's Necronomicon. So he's using Lovecraftian uh, imagery to create a language in this video as well. That's kind of cool. Uh, welcome to the Second Order of Fari. We are a religious organization operating for the furthermost f furtherment of knowledge and understanding of far far farhist principles. Right, but what are farhist principles? That's what I'm mm -hmm. trying to figure out here, buddy. <clears throat> Hmm, I don't know. Maybe we will have that as a topic another day. I know, but I can't even find any info, so we're not <laughs> going to be able to do very much research on it. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for it as well. Uh, mysterious. Okay, the from IRC discovered the profile picture has the same symbols. The header, but the header features a cartouche inscribed with a series of symbols identical to those found on both the 404 error page and throughout the hidden puzzle. So this page is connected to that 404 error page, Fro. Mm. Uh, the page is dedicated to church religious organization. Currently no info has been found about the Farsi church group, group or cult. This oh, is all part oh. of the oh, puzzle, the Fro. None of it's of real. It's all part of the puzzle. Uh -huh. Oh, okay. This is more interesting uh -huh. now. This is just That's a fake Facebook page that this guy set up as part of the puzzle. This is turning into something more crazy, huh? Yeah. And I mean, we've been, we've been going here for a bit, so I think we can kind of wrap it up. But if you want to check out 11bx1371.com and then go to the, uh, what, 110A30213... Uh, page it gives all these different ciphers that are in this the phoenix insignia at the beginning digit cipher black letter cipher text ciphers 
Diamond Ciphers, NC, NFC Tags and Card Cipher, Web Image Ciphers, Cursive Cipher, uh, the Arm Signal, which I was talking about. With the, he was doing the signal with the arms. Actually, we can go into that a little bit. Uh, according to this, uh, the signal translates to PJP, which is similar to PGP, uh, or, you know, like a PGP signature, which is pretty good privacy. It's an encryption system used to, uh, for cryptography, privacy, and authentic authentication, right? Which we talked about in the past, uh, when we were doing, what was the other thing that I'm, that totally reminds me of this that I can't remember right now that we did on the show? That was all about the PGP signatures. People were seeing and confirming that this w- this could only be from that person. Do you know what I'm talking about, Fro? No. Okay, let me look it up real quick. And why don't you go into the meaning of these videos, kind of. I think we should go back to the original wiki and go to possible purposes. Okay. Uh, I will do that. Uh... Yes, because uh, while the video's meta-message was clearly threatening, it remained too vague to draw any definitive conclusion about what the maker's intent might have been. It was published a few weeks before Halloween. It was, uh, there was speculation that it could be an internet prank related to the holiday. After initially being distributed... When the threatening message were decoded, uh, crush by Hubler said, I'm starting to think uh, it's uh, just an elaborate joke. However, he did not think it was one aimed at him specifically uh, since the sender uh, knew me personally. They would know that I don't have experience to crack it at least not the whole thing all right yeah we don't need to read this whole thing just uh go into like the the point point by point kind of uh oh yeah uh, um, cicada 30, uh, 3301 was the thing yes. i was talking about yeah uh, that this oh. reminds me of totally like if you start yeah. going to the reddit there's also other websites besides this facebook page that are fake websites that are it once you start doing research into them or start studying the metadata and stuff. I saw this one that's like a doctor's website. It's called 24doctors.com. Or no, uh, .tk. That was a fake doctor's website that looked just like a real website for like a doctor's office. But it wasn't a real doctor's office. It was uh, had all these uh, secret um, ciphers in it as well related to this whole thing. Like this is, is a much crazier thing than uh, I realized going into this. Uh, another theory is claims that it was viral marketing for a uh, film or uh, film or TV show, like we mentioned before. Uh, so they thought maybe Inferno or Twelve Monkeys, the sci-fi series, um, mm-hmm. might have been the reason. Uh, let's see what was another one. Another theory connected the video popular to popular electronic musician Skrillex, because uh, in May he had a video posted to the internet uh, called Red Lips. Uh, and in the original Carbishler post, uh, he hashtag red lips hatchet. But, you know, he could have just been uh, influenced by that uh, Skrillex. Uh, and then it goes into uh, the the video we just watched, the November 15, 2016. Wright uploaded this video three days prior to the U.S. presidential election. It fi- 
It features uh, right addressing the crowd uh, dressed like the military, blah, blah, blah. He also felt that the date that Wright posted the video on his Facebook page could be referenced to Guy Fawkes' words of Remember, Remember the 5th of November. Oh, yeah, I didn't even make right. that connection until just now. Okay, so uh, some other theories that I found while doing other research here. Uh, Parker Warner Wright on his Facebook ba- page confirmed that he's uh, he lives in Poland, but he was a U.S. citizen. Mm. Did you hear that, Fro? No. Okay. Uh, some people speculate that he is a former government employee of maybe the NSA or something that, you know, would have the ability to do these kind of ciphers and stuff. And that all of his little clues are leading to something he knows about the U.S. government and what's going on and that he's afraid for the future of the world and he's trying to warn people using his art. That's one thing people are claiming. I don't know. What do you think about that whole theory? Mm. Maybe a little far-fetched. Right. I mean, uh, that is one of the main theories, though, believe it or not. Um, Really? Yes. I mean, even in this uh, Wikipedia page, they mention uh, how it's talking about um, a plague coming in the future. And uh, one thing in, in it talks about the Black Beast in the original video I'm talking about. Uh, taking over the world and people were kind of thinking that that maybe meant Obama and America as the Black Beast but Black Beast can also represent Satan you know what I mean Fro? Mm. and then we have that whole church of Farhi or whatever and there's a lot of kind of uh, satanic imagery if you go into the third video if you look, go to YouTube look up the third video title and write stenography and there is imagery in the stenography, of course, of the audio of the third video as well. Uh, and there are certain mm, baf- baphomet, like goat heads and things like that, and uh, uh, pentagrams and things like that that people are associating with Satanism. So some people are claiming that it's this guy is part of a Satanic cult, and this is all a ritualistic... Uh, it's a ritualistic way to indoctrinate people, but also try to find really smart people to bring into their group, their mm. satanic cult. Other people claim that this guy is anti-satanic and that he's fighting against the satanic cult that he found within the U.S. government. So it could be either. Because when you think about it, the satanic... It, well, the satanic... Some people claim the satanic imagery is... Because he's satanic, other people claim it's right. him outing people who are satanic. So you know right. it can be uh, interpreted different ways. But this guy claimed, like I said, that uh, he is a politicized artist. He used the videos to send a message, uh, and he said, "People, this was the thing he said that we can kind of wrap up on. People need to wake up to the rest of the world and what's going on. There is a virus of ignorance, and the media propagating it. My video should stand." stand as evidence of that so and amen he's even he said on his facebook page one of the most important things i guess is that people have done a lot of research and gotten a lot of things right about his videos but he says uh he said on his facebook that doesn't exist anymore that nobody has really come to the true meaning of what his video means and he said that once they do they'll know who he is so that's one thing that's really pushing people to try to solve this so Aha, uh-huh, they want to know who it is. 
And I think once they know who it is, it's uh, the whole reason it was created. Uh, the 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 reason will be revealed at the same time is kind of what he's saying. The reasoning and the person will all be revealed once you fig- solve the clues. So that's exci- That's exciting for if you're one of those internet Reddit sleuths, you know. Hmm. I think it's Eric uh, Trump. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's smart enough to do this for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Bear. Yeah. It's Baron. It's Baron Trump. Ba- Baron Trump. <laughs> yep, and he, he, Baron Trump wrote the New York Times article as well. So, yes. Uh, he yeah. wrote the New York Times article while he's sitting on his little lion in his apartment. Have you ever seen that picture <laughs> of him on his lion? Yes, it's funny. I did. Uh, but on the crisis scale, I guess where does this go? I gotta go like an eight. This is pretty wild. <laughs> Oh, this is wild, wild west. I mean, I'm we going... didn't even get halfway into how crazy this gets. No. Once you start getting deeper and deeper, and you go into the Reddit and stuff that they're talking about on there, holy crap, it gets right. really crazy. Uh, once I found this fake doctor's website, uh, look that look that up at some point. It's called, like I said, 12doctors.tk, or maybe it was 20... I think there was another one called 24doctors.tk, and they're fake mm. doctor's websites. Very strange. Mm. I rated it a 9 on the crazy scale. Okay. Hey, Cast Rock episode 10. Uh, a lot of people were not satisfied with this last episode, including you. Uh, what is this episode all about? All right, with a description. Description is a little weird because, well, this whole episode is a little weird, but it says <laughs> some birds can be caged. Molly tells the kid uh, the kid's story to Henry, who is then held for Odin's murder... Now Henry must decide whether he believes the kid or not. Yeah. Or not. Or not. It's definitely an answer. <laughs> uh, well, you didn't like this episode as much as I did. You thought this was kind of uh, what you said to me when we were not recording. A lost ending. What do you mean by that? Like, they... They didn't have an like they had all these clues and things that were supposed to connect and supposed to come together, and then at the end they were just like, "Here's a thing that doesn't answer any of the questions that you had that we set all these uh, things up for." That the picture from 1991 of the kid on the wall never had anything to do with anything. <laughs> There's all these things that were supposed to connect that never got connected at the end, and it. Uh, and you saw after the credits as well, right? We'll talk about that right. in a second. Okay, yes. so th- that part is definitely setting up, setting up for a second season. I'm guessing yes. that lady is going to be the central character in the second season. I understand yes, that, yes. but this, if they're going to do the show the way they're that it's described, that they're going to do a different different characters for each season, different storylines. This story yeah. should have wrapped up and given us answers about the kid, who the kid was why he was there, what happened with the original guy that put him in the cage underneath the jail, why did that guy do it? We never got any of those answers. Uh, and what happened to his dad uh, afterwards? Like, uh, we see the dad in the house at one point, and the the girl pulls the plug, remember? Mm-hmm. But this, it, but he gets pushed off a cliff. So which is it? Does he die in the bed afterwards because they brought him back after he got shoved off the cliff? I, uh, you know what I yes. mean? Yeah. So there's all these things that are like, 
uh, they leave open-ended, but not in a good way. Like, sometimes it would be a good way, but this needed more answers, in my opinion. I think we got the answers to the most important question. Uh, could we trust the kid or not? And the kid turned out to be the devil. I think it's really, really clear for what happens in this episode. I don't think it it's really clear. I think it's uh, it kind of clear. Like, the thing where his face changes into, like, this demon right. or whatever, that's what you're talking about is really clear, right? Yeah, clear enough. Right, but is it clear? Because Henry sees shit from the schism. So is it real or was it not real? See what I mean? I think it was clear enough for me to be satisfied. For you, yes. Not clear enough for me and what it looks like online, most other people. It's just, just... The problem yeah. is it needed to be wrapped up better. That's And that's the same thing with Lost. It needed to be wrapped up better. That's just what it, yeah. that's what it comes down to to me. And I said it, episode one, uh, this can either turn out great or at the end they're not going to complete the story correctly and it's not going to be as good. So, I mean, I said that before I ever, before we even got into it. So I already right. have that justification as far as me as to why I don't like it. There you go. Right. And I don't, I don't mind that you, you said that at all. Yeah. I, 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 I would give this episode a seven and a half. Mm, I'll give it a, a six. What, what would you go give the whole show though? This ending really fucked it up. <laughs> um, yeah, like if we got a good wrap-up ending that told that explained everything to us and explained the jumping of dimensions and why that was a thing and explained uh, the woman's uh, the his mother Henry's mother, uh, her what? whole storyline never really got fully explained. Overall, I'm going to give it a 6.5, to be honest. If this yeah. would have wrapped up at the end, I would have given it like an 8.5. But that ending really screwed it. Uh, I'm not so far behind you as you think I would be. I'm not going to give this a 9 or something. But um, you said 6.5? Yep. I would give it a 7.5. So I'm just a point higher than you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch the next season. I will watch oh, the yeah. next season oh, yeah. and oh, yeah, me too. and everything. But and I saw the stupidest be... YouTube video like the day after I watched it. There was a YouTube video oh. and it was like the top ten uh, craziest links to uh, Stephen King in Castle Rock and the. The image uh, of the the thumbnail of the video was like, you know, that classic clickbait with a red arrow and a circle and everything. Right. Except it's just, the picture was the shield of the car that says Shawshank on the bottom. Like, that is like right. the big top ten secret Easter eggs in the show. Oh my gosh, you're like, these people are idiots. And uh, if uh, nobody understood where she's going to write that fucking book. You have never seen The Shining, because she's, uh, uh, his, well, what would it be? Maybe his sister? The Shining's crazy dude. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see, yeah. I guess. 
but yeah, everything is going to be in that hotel next next uh, season. If nobody understood that, but, uh, mm, okay. that, will, that will be interesting. I guess uh, I, I'm not 100 percent into that actress. I think she's like ho hum, but it could be good. Movie round. I have watched uh, two movies uh, this week. Uh, one of the movies you have seen before me, but I watched uh, some movie that you have recommended to me called How to Talk to Girls at Parties. Oh, yeah. Hmm. This was, this was really, really good. It is weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I really liked it. It's funny. It is so freaking funny. Yeah, I do not agree with the Google or the um, IMDb and uh, Rotten Tomatoes scores. It is not that at all. But it's freaking weird. You know what yeah. I thought of this movie from? You know when we ever we say a lot of times certain movies, especially during Oscar season, this was trying to be artsy on purpose. Right. This was artsy, but it felt like it had a reason to be like artsy. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm. I mean. I'm I'm not going to spoil a lot about the movie, but the ending is one of the best endings I've seen in a while. I went in into this completely blind. Like, I didn't even see the trailer beforehand. Right. So, yeah. I didn't even see what was... Like, at first, I was convinced of a cult. A cult right. happening. And then, and then you know, what ends up happening. But I, I went into this blind, which I would re recommend to anybody else. Don't watch... Don't watch the trailer. Don't do any research on it. Just go watch uh, How to Talk to Girls at Parties. That's what I would say. Right, Fro? And I give it a, Yeah, yeah. And I give it a 7.5. Cool. All right. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned what it last movie? week, but it's based off of a story by Neil Gaiman, right? Short story. Oh, it's... Oh, cool. Yeah. I think by the same name, I believe. What, what did you give it, by the way? Mm, I can go back and look. I think it was a little lower than me, but I I really enjoyed it. I I no, I gave it an eight point five, so it's higher than ah. you. Yeah, I really liked it. I like, I I cried. There was a point where I cried in this movie. Ah, uh, yeah, I know what point it was. Right. <laughs> okay, I I will bump it up to eight. I will bump it up to an eight, just because you reminded me of that part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, did you watch your movie this week? Oh yeah, I saw The Debt Collector. It was a Netflix original, I believe. Uh, it's a, it's um it's about two guys who are working for like a mob and they're debt collectors. You know what I mean? They're getting money out of people and it's his it's like the one guy's first day on the job. So he's just oh. and the other guy is like a veteran. So it's like training day except uh, with debt collectors. <laughs> you know what I mean? Training Day was a good movie. Right, and this is kind of, I don't know, similar. It's got, uh, it's got a, somebody I've seen in it, but, you know, it's nobody super special in this movie. But it's it's fairly good. Kind of reminded me of kind of like a Snatch or a Lockstock oh. kind of sty stylistically. Um, oh. But overall, it wasn't super great as far as storyline goes. Very limited, very focused on the action. But if you are into action movies and it had some good action scenes, good fight choreography and such. But overall, I gave it an even five, like right in the middle. Because I, I had fun Ooh. with it. I didn't hate it. But I also was not like super enthralled and like, I I'm not going anybody, hey, you have to see this movie or anything like that. So, Right. 
Uh, I watched uh, the first Purge. Uh, I had really low expectations for this. Um, I don't know why, but I didn't have any expectations, I guess. Um, yeah, it explains uh, how the first Purge happened. I mean, what else can I say? It's a Purge movie. If you've seen one of them, you've seen it in them all, more or less. But right. uh, I I really, really enjoy this. I would Go maybe ahead. give it... I have a question about seven. it. But... Seven. A seven, okay. Yeah. Does it have any returning characters from the other movies? Uh, or you're not sure? No. I don't think so. You don't think so. Okay. I, I, and then well, the other question I had is what like era is, is it 1990s? Is it 2000s? Like, is they tr- are they trying to go for a specific 2000s? Right. Okay. That's what I was figuring. Uh, so that should be interesting. I wonder, do they, yeah. do they kind of use the politics from that, uh, those years, the 2000 years or whenever it's supposed to be in? Cause the, the purge um, movies usually use politics from like the current era or current year to kind of play on so does this do that but with older the older era without spoiling right don't spoil anything but uh a lot yes Uh, the answer is yes then okay that's all i need to know kind of yes (laughs) i figured i figured as much just because i know how these movies work so right but uh yeah no i can't wait for you to see it because uh uh, I I, th- I think it's kind of funny that it comes out now on DVD uh, just around the Perch uh, TV show that we both enjoy. I think maybe I enjoy it a little more than you do. I I I I I, I think it's one of the best shows I've seen this year. Uh, the one guy, the main character. Well, I don't know if he's the main character. The the guy who's the Marine. That guy right. fucking annoys the shit out of me. He's not a good actor, yes. and the storyline is clearly like. I'm a Marine, so I'm the best. Yes. Pro-military yeah, no, he, Marines, yeah. He annoys the fuck out of me as well. But but uh, as a TV show, I think it worked. It works better than it should uh, do. Right. And that's saying something. It's so funny to see I... people talk about the Purge that don't really understand it. Like, they've never seen the movies, right. but they talk about it like, it's, oh, it's so disgusting. How could they make movies like that? But they don't understand that that it's an allegory, and that's how it's a part. It's part of storytelling and poetry is to to have it be one thing, but uh, make it represent something else. And that's what the purge really is. It's uh, people see it as this horrible, violent horror movie, but it's a representation of class war in America, which I think I've written before on our Facebook. But it's just true. Yeah, no, it's definitely not. Uh, it's not. But I, 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 I think, I think uh, the Perch uh, TV show is going to go under uh, a show that I wouldn't especially recommend people. Other if they like, it takes a little of a religion bashing. It takes a little of politician bashing. It takes a little of a corporate. Uh, people bashing. It's like, it doesn't leave anyone alone. Yeah, fascist bashing as well as yeah. lefty bashing. Like, it it, yeah. it, does, it takes all prisoners. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, uh, that's that's what uh, one of the parts I like about the, uh, the TV show. 
But yeah, now the first purge. Interesting explanation of why the first purge uh, happened in the first place. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how far I will go. Mike Pence makes me think of the purge whenever I see him. I go, <laughs> that guy is the guy who's going to create the purge. If anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Mike Pence, right? <laughs> I totally agree with you. Uh, okay, let's see the audio trailer for White Boy Rick. Sony and Columbia. Oh. VHS. Oh, 1984. I was born a year before this, apparently. How can we stay dead? I read the book called Sony. 1984. <laughs> oh, look who it is! Matthew McConaughey! You realize you don't worst father ever. I'm not gonna let you ruin your life, Don. Nothing better than Matthew McConaughey with a mustache in the set in the 80s. I was gonna say the 70s, but same difference, whatever. I love this. This looks really good. And it's based on a true story. Yeah. You can't shoot a gun like that in a basement. You would be deaf. It would totally like your ears would be like ah. I never shot the gun, so I wouldn't know. No. Oh, yeah, right. Guns are loud, bro. I'm a pacifist, remember? <laughs> I'm a pacifist that loves violence in movies. How ironic is that? Right? Who loves horror movies? Yeah. And wrestling. Wrestling. But then again, I was a bisexual uh, Christian as well, so <laughs> for a while there, yeah. Come on, Dad. I can do this. We can do this. Does he have a British accent all of a sudden? What the hell was that? I don't know. What do you say? It just looks really, really good. And I'm digging the music. Yeah, me too. And the VHS look of the trailer, like during the, the yeah. titles, is very fun. Yeah. Fifteen-year-old kid was working for the federal government. But he was. Oh, that 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 was really funny. That was good. So. I'm going to tell this joke because it's uh, funny every fucking single time, but I'm beginning to believe it about this movie. What is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Oh, I just saw who the producer was for this, and it makes me a little more excited. Um, Rick Wersch. Oh, fuck. You didn't see that either? Oh. I didn't see that until just no. now. Yeah. Oh. We'll go oh. into it. Uh, Rick Wersch is a single father who's struggling to raise two teenagers during the height of the crack epidemic in the, 80, in the 1980s in Detroit. Wersch sells guns illegally to make ends meet, but soon attracts attention from the FBI. Federal agents convince his son, Rick Jr., to become become an undercover drug informant to, in exchange for keeping his father out of prison. Produced by Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. 
I mean, it's he's only producing, but it does mean he has a, some say in this. Uh, directed by Yan Damage, uh, like we said, starring Matthew McConaughey and YG. Never heard of him. No. Yan Damage. Never heard of him. Has he made anything before this? No. Uh, oh, he made sick. He has directed some episodes of things. That's all. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So he's like oh. a TV director. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. now I'm seeing it. Yep. T- yeah, and not <laughs> all that much even, really. Huh. No. I wonder if it's going to be good. Huh. Oh. Well, uh, it uh, has uh, gotten uh, 59% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, and 80% of the users of Google liked it. Yep. Uh, I went to the Facebook, where everybody is always offended at titles of of, uh, oh. of movies for some reason. I have read some of those reviews. Okay, I've got. Why is it I've called got... White Boy Rick? Why is it called White Boy Rick? Right. Uh, I've got two of them. Right, and we're gonna play a little game, bro. Which one? is a person who's actually offended, and who is somebody who's faking being outraged. All right, ready? Okay. Who's All right, trolling? First, who's trolling and who's actually outraged? All right. Okay. Michael Fort- Fortner says, Every time a pre- preview come on for this movie, I change the channel. Also, what's with the racist title? All right. Okay. Tommy Therrell says, This title is racist, and I don't appreciate it. This racism sucks. I'm going to go with number two. Ding, ding, ding. You're correct. <laughs> People said, that uh, that was his name. That's the way they speak in Michigan. That was his nickname, <laughs> the people responding to him. And then at the bo- uh-huh. bottom, he, uh, he responds back. Doesn't matter if I find it offensive. This is how we feel every time an opportunist makes racist accusations against white people knowing full well there was no intent just like this situation. <laughs> I'm just creating awareness. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, and the person who was actually offended, uh, they, people came back with them for the same things, uh, including, it was based in Michigan. Uh, where they talk, it sounds racist. The way, It's just the way they talk there. And he responds, oh yeah, so using the N-word uh, because it, it's been uh somebody's nickname uh is okay even though it's uh hasn't been okay to say that for a couple hundred years is what he says mm. yeah because i mean white boy and n-word is exactly the same right i mean i just i take so offense of people calling me white i mean i just i would shoot them down there and then no matter what somebody on Facebook, if there's a, ti- a title of a movie that has anything to do with race, somebody's going to be offended by it. It's just the case on Facebook. <laughs> well, I found uh, two reviews. Uh, one from Lectris H. This movie was absolutely horrible. I could not even stay uh, woke long enough to enjoy it. It was bouncing all over the place. There was only a few scenes that made the movie even remotely interesting. I did not even to the end. They didn't stay to the end, okay. 
Yeah, 50 minutes wasted. <laughs> wow. Okay. And uh, Manny gave it one and a half star and said, I really don't... It doesn't really bring anything to new to the genre. It, oh, it's been done countless uh, uh, times. But now it uh, has a white pro... Uh, protagonist in a colored backdrop hardly stand out it comes uh, across as a studio obligation from the that the movie probably wouldn't have seen the light of day without him not sure if the young lad Merritt has any redeeming qualities as one going forward it was all wooden I got a short one. Paul Ooper says, uh, saw it last night. Decent movie, just a little slow moving. And then this one, uh, Lynn Shop says, what matters here is that this is based on a true story, and he is still in jail, with exclamation point, 30 years later uh, for helping convict crooked cops and politicians. So that's, I didn't know that. So that makes me want to see it more, though, is because, like, this guy is still in jail for... Uh, busting these crooked cops. I didn't. I get, that's interesting. Cool. Uh, I know a movie that you really want to see. It's called Unbroken Path to Redemption. That sounds like a movie for you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna I like the the poster is my favorite. It has. If you go to the left in this poster and you just pan the poster to the left, there's. Two sets of footprints walking in the sand, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it has a 5.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a whopping 28% on Rotten Tomatoes, but uh, 3 out of 5 on Common Sense Media. Oh, I'm seeing 4.2 out of 5 on Facebook. That's what I'm seeing. Ooh. Yeah. Whoa. Haunted by nightmares of his horrific experience, World War II uh, hero Louis Sempernini meets Cynthia Applewhite. They couldn't find them more. Generic uh, white lady uh, name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Applewhite. A young woman who becomes his wife. Sempernini's personal demon soon threatens to destroy his marriage until he's daring. Uh, words of Reverend Billy Graham in 1949. Embarrassed but embraced uh, uh, his newfound Christian faith, Louis starts to turn his life around by leaning to forgive his former oppressors and spreading the message of peace and love. This is the movie for you. <laughs> I never seen the movie made more for you. I know, in right? My, my life. Yeah, yeah they'll be showing this in churches. Um, <laughs> Meredith Patterson, Samuel Cable Hunt, and Amel, uh, April Bowlby. April Bowlby. Oh, 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 Bowlby. But it also has Gary Cole in it. So. Oh, okay. Uh, directed by Harold Cronk. Uh, what? I guess I'll I'll do the Predator next. Came out last weekend. No, it isn't. Isn't that the old movie? Right, the new Predator, two thousand eighteen. Oh, starring Melissa McCarthy. No, it's not starring. That's not. <laughs> that would be funny though. 
I would, I would pay good, good money to see that movie. <laughs> she would make some kind of reference about his mouth and vaginas, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from the outer reaches of space to the small town streets of suburbia, the hunt comes home. The universe's most lethal hunter, hunters are stronger, smarter, and deadlier than ever before, having genetically upgraded themselves with DNA from other species. When a boy accidentally triggers their return to Earth, only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and evolutionary biologists can prevent the end of the human race. Uh, 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is this real? Is Oh, it's... Okay. I thought it said 58 minutes long, but it's an hour and 58 minutes. Okay. It's just the way they spaced it out for some reason. Directed by Shane Black. Uh... Starring Pretty, Olivia Munn, uh, yeah. Keenan, uh, Michael Key, right, from Key and Peele, uh, Boyd Holbrook. And uh, if anybody wants to know who Shane Black uh, is, uh, he's the man that made The Nice Guys. Uh, that is one of my favorite movies by him. Oh, okay. It looks like he wrote yeah. it as well. He's wrote part of the screenplay, at least. So. Sorry? It says he wrote part of the screenplay as well. So he not only directed, but Shane Black. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've seen The Nice Guys. You liked it. Uh, Yeah. I I remember. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good movie. Uh, The last one is A Simple Favor. And it uh, is directed by Paul Feig as Blake Lively, Anna Kendrick, and... Henry Gooding in it. Okay. Uh, it has a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 83% of Motor Open Tomatoes. Pretty Simple decent, favor. actually. Sorry? Pretty decent scores, actually. Kind of surprised. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Simple Favor uh, centers around Stephanie, uh, a mommy vlogger who seeks to uncover the truth behind her best friend. Emily's uh, sudden disappearance from this their small town. I guess Paul Feig is good. He is very funny. I mean, he he's the producer yeah. of the soup. He's the guy who does the soup. Yes. Yeah. So, out of this uh, four movies, which which one would you watch? I guess White Boy Rick for sure, one hundred percent. A simple favor actually is very appealing as well. Like I yeah. think I, I definitely see it. Uh, mostly because of the director and just the the scores look pretty good, but White Boy Rick for sure. What about you? Uh, I would go and say Simple Favor. Yeah, actually, oh, I think okay. I would rather I would rather see that because of the IMDb and and Rotten Tomatoes. It's oh, higher. Sure. Yeah. I just think my, me personally would be more entertained by the other one, so, yeah. Hey, look. Yes? Uh, I, have a I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, did you forget that uh, Halloween this weekend? I, I didn't, no. I, I went to town and got a sub sandwich and ate it during the show. And I locked my keys in the car at the subway. And I had to have somebody bring me a key. But I made it back for the pay-per-view. <laughs> Just in time for the pay-per-view so that me and Fro... Oh, wait. Fro wasn't there because Fro... <laughs> Fro forgot 
that there was a pay-per-view. <laughs> yep. That was me. I'm a moron. <laughs> hey, I, I, the thing is, I just assume Fro would f- fall asleep because it is late when the pay-per-view, you know, whatever, but right. Fro just completely no. forgot that Hell in a Cell I even existed. <laughs> I'm not actually that surprised because <laughs> the way they've been pushing the other pay-per-views over this pay-per-view, that's probably what made you forget even. So I don't that blame you. I blame WWE. <laughs> <laughs> it is that reason. No, no joke. Yeah, but let's uh, talk about this mess of a pay-per-view. Yeah, I need the results. Out. Let me get that up. Okay, got it. New Day defeated Aiden English and Rusev. All right, we both got a point there. Randy Orton defeated uh, Jeff Hardy. I got one point there. Becky Lynch defeated Charlotte Flair. Uh, we both got that wrong. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre defeated uh, Dean Ambrose and Rollins. We both got that right. AJ Styles defeated uh, Samoa Joe. Uh, right. Uh, we both got that wrong. Uh, the Miss and Maurice defeated Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. I got a point there. Ronda Rousey uh, defeated Alexa Bliss. You got a point there. And Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman was so fucking convoluted that nobody had it. You I just put an equal sign, yeah, because it was a draw. So nobody what? gets a point there. So, What's that? what was that match? Right, um... That was TNA. Yeah, right? Uh, and the thi- remember last or last week I was talking about the uh, Bliss Rousey, and I was like, the reason I think, I think they're going to do something weird here, they need to do something weird, but they ended up doing yeah. the same weird thing just in the other women's mean, match. <laughs> Yeah. Having Becky win instead of having Flair win. So they did it. They just did it in a different match, what I was trying to explain last week. Uh, yeah. But this final match was just... They Woo. couldn't have anybody lose, so they needed to figure out a way to do it. But they made it in a no-DQ match, and then they managed to have it be a no-DQ, uh, basically. Right? Well, I mean, it ended in non-contest. No-contest, draw, whatever you want to call it, but... Hell in a Cell should not end in a draw. <laughs> no. If it was a regular match, it would be a lot less like, what the fuck just happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, the sad thing is like, the sad thing is that they did it. Uh, because why did this Brock Lesnar return? Like, what the fuck was up with that? Like, there was no... No reason. No re. Uh, I mean, clearly he's gonna be continuing uh, to chase the title. I guess. I guess that's the plan here. And the Dolph Ziggler drew McIntyre thing, like on the cage. Like it was one of the biggest clusterfucks I've seen in fucking years. It, it seemed like Dean. The problem that happened here was Dean Ambrose like took way too long to get up the cage. And so then right. everything took really long because he was taking so long to get up the cage. And everything took really long during that whole thing. And the whole time that's happening, they never cut back to the ring to show us uh, Reigns and Strowman. 
But you can see them, you know, just like lying there. But at some point, they should have cut back to the ring and said, oh, they're still out or something like that. Just to like, but they never cut back to the ring. And it just makes you go, oh, they're trying to avoid showing the ring right now. Uh, And then you get the Brock Lesnar thing and him kicking in the door. Some people liked it. I thought it was stupid and cheesy because it's a hell in a cell. You shouldn't just be able to kick the door off. Like, that's the whole point of a cage. If you can just kick the door in, like, what's the point of having a cage? Uh, Yeah, no. And a lock and everything. Just leave the door open. Uh, But whatever. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. It was was shit. And then Raw, I literally wrote in my Raw notes, unremarkable. That's what I wrote. Uh, (laughs) Because it was just unremarkable. Nothing special really happened. Uh, and SmackDown was just pretty decent, actually. It was just SmackDown, but it was a decent SmackDown, so. Mm. Yeah, no, uh, I don't know if I'm having a little break from wrestling right now. I was thinking that, too. I was like, should I take a break from WWE and maybe try to start getting into New Japan like everybody's telling me to, or what do I do here? You know, it's like... I'm, I'm watching TNA, and I'm fucking enjoying it. I talked really? about it on on Bill's podcast. Yeah, I I, I, I watched it since uh, their uh, last uh, pay-per-view. I watched every episode since their last pay-per-view. And uh, I I thoroughly enjoy it. It's it's better than WWE. Alright, I need to check it out then. Uh... I mean, I've got I see some of their stuff because I have them as like a friend on Facebook, so I see kind of some of their video so they put out their YouTube stuff and some of like it that, is so. yeah, some of it is like old, like like uh, their last pay per view was one of their best pay per views in years, and maybe one of their the best pay per views this year as well. But uh, I mean, in, in it they also had a, a match with uh, uh, old uh, uh, ECW uh, Tommy Dreamer, like uh, in it. So it's like it's a, ma- a mix of oh, it's a little of TNA, but it's also they're trying to do something fresh and new, and it doesn't feel as TNA as TNA did before. So okay. I'm, yeah. It, it, it is. Well, it's all new management. Yeah, I should give it a right. shot. Maybe I'll give it a shot this week and let you know what I think for, on the show. It's between, it's between Raw and SmackDown in quality. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, you won. Oh, yeah, I won. Uh, And we haven't done this in a while, but let's play a little game where I have three different options I couldn't decide between, right? So I'm going to give you what those options, what they're about, and then you decide which one you want to pick, and then we'll do that. How's that sound? That sounds perfect. Okay, the first one is a cryptoid, like a, you know, like Bigfoot or, you know, those kind of things. uh, You know what I mean? Okay. Like a a mystical animal kind of thing. Okay. Uh, the next one is a conspiracy theory. Conspiracy. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And the last one is an organization, like a like a group or organization, company kind of thing. Hmm. I'm going to pick the one that sounded most boring because that will be most fun. So I will pick the organization, I guess. 
Okay, and I decided to do Clone Aid, I guess, which we've actually talked about before. Uh, Who? Clone Aid. We talked about this is the group that is run by. Uh, remember the swastika uh, group uh, that had the crazy uh, the crazy alien group that had the swastika symbol as their symbol. Yeah, yeah. This is their group. This is their business uh, that we talked about during that time. Uh, Clonade oh. about pioneers in human cloning, bro. Oh, cool. Yep. Cool. So we're going to be talking about human cloning next week. Yes. I'm a clone. You Are you? Know? I didn't know. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> she, uh, I'm not going to tell you who, but somebody said to me this week... Uh, we, we were actually talking about cloning, and, and someone told me to my face, like, if they made a clone out of you, bro, I would kill myself. It's enough with the one. <laughs> well, that's nice of them. Where you go? <laughs> who, needs, who needs enemies when you have friends like that, right? I'm pretty sure I, there is a cyborg on TV right now, bro, actually, on Big Brother U.S., Hopefully, when yeah. it gets over, you can binge it, and there's this lady on there who I'm pretty sure is a robot. So, oh. she it's is zero weird. emotion. She is like emotionless uh, robot person. Is really weird. Mm. Well, uh, do you have anything new on the plug? Wow, we're already at the end of the show. Uh, just audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Get a free trial and a free book. I will let you do next week for once. Okay. You want to plug anything? Nah. Okay. Next week we're going to do News of the Week. Uh, Manifest Episode 1 is going to be our new show. Uh, which yeah. We just got done, obviously, with Castle Rock. So uh, I think this is on Monday, I believe, is when Manifest comes out. Do you know? Yes. Monday. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think it is on Monday. Okay, go ahead and look that up for me. Uh, we're going to be doing Clone Aid, like I said. So we're going to be talking about a group that is in uh, that is advocating for human cloning. Uh, and then we'll do another digital review of the house with a clock in its walls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's on Monday. And it's on NBC. All right, does it say if it's episode one and two, or just episode one? I don't know. I guess okay. we will see. Yeah, I guess we'll find out next week. Um, yeah. Should we go give them a little, like, preface about it, maybe, because I know. I mean, we, kind, we did it yesterday, but you can go ahead and... Yeah, go ahead. Yesterday? Last episode, you mean? Oh, last episode. We did talk about the show <laughs> when we did all the new shows. But yeah, go ahead and read the description of it. Uh, when Montenegro Air Flight 828 uh, landed safely after the turbulent but routine tour, the uh, crew and passengers were relieved. But in the span of those few hours, the world had aged five years. And after mourning their loss, their friends and families and colleagues had given up hope and moved on. Now faced with the impossible, they are all given a second chance. 
But their new realities become clear, a deeper mystery unfolds, and some of their returned passengers soon realize they are meant for something greater than they even thought possible. Wow, this could be either really good or really bad, but it sounds like Lost. But it also sounds kind of right up our alley, as far as the show goes. It does! It does! I'm seeing here from episode one and two, both come out Monday, so. Okay. Yep. Uh... I, I see that the pilot has uh, on se- uh, September 24th, and the next episode is on October 1st. That's what I see here. Where are you? Say that again? But, uh, oh, no, th- those are the replays. See, we're above that where it says new. New right. Monday, 10-1, uh, episode ah. 1 and 2, NBC. Yeah. Oh, okay. Those are like the replays but, yeah. of the of the same episodes. Oh, I found clo- the clonated religion, Fro. It was realism. The swastika realism, yes. inside the yes. Star of David. Realism. Yes. Japanese then, uh, uh, UFO religion, if anybody wants to go back and listen to that episode. Do it. But uh, I was going to say that one of the producers is Robert Zemeckis. I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. All right. Yeah. So I guess we will talk about that next week. Yep, episode one and two, so... Okay, from Norway and from the United States of America. Goodbye, everybody. And remember to smoke your marijuana. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.